Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Rocket Mortgage. Confidence. Support for The Adam Carolla Show comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Why can't clients get approved in minutes, not weeks? Or make adjustments to their rate and term in real time? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans answered those questions and more. It gives you the confidence to buy a home or refinance your existing loan. Fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. That's right. That's what Rocket Mortgage does. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process. Apply simply. Understand fully. Mortgage confidently. What else do you need to know? And again, these guys support the show and are great sponsors. So, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. To get started, just go to rocketmortgage.com slash Adam. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Adam. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hey, man. I hope you guys are all enjoying your holidays, and I hope you're all enjoying our little best ofs. I know I am. Getting to relive some of our best guests, like Jeff Goldblum, who's coming up post-haste. First, I'll tell you about TradeStation. You want that extra edge? You want to find your next great trade? How about we go to TradeStation? Easy-to-use tools for traders of all skill levels. Simple pricing. So here's how it breaks down. Stocks, 5 bucks a trade. Options, 50 cents per contract, plus 5 bucks per trade. Futures, buck fifty per contract per side. That's it. The market's heating up. You don't want to be left behind. Get on there, man. See if you can make a little do-re-mi. No software fees. Free real-time market data. Free premium tools. All at TradeStation. You take a fresh look at TradeStation at TradeStation.com slash Corolla. C-A-R-O-L-L-A. Thank you very much. Trade smart. Trade confident. TradeStation. That's TradeStation.com slash Corolla. TradeStation. All right. Let's uh, get going with one of my favorite guests and all-around nice guy, Jeff Goldblum. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, Jeff Goldblum, with Gina Grad on news, Bald Brian on sound effects, and a visit with Vinnie Tortoridge. And now, as a kid, he was on the no sugar, no grain plan too, but just because his family was too cheap to buy sugar or grain. Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. No choice but get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for what you do. We rely on you. Good day, Gina Grad. Good day to you. And Bald Brian. Ayuda. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Vinny Tortorich is Hello. here. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is coming in. I was uh, glorious. Very exciting. You know, I was, I was thinking about Vinny because I, I, I finally I got up on my yoga ball finally, and I got comfortable, and I got comfortable enough to get in multiple chucks with the medicine ball, and and and, and leaving the yoga ball on my own terms, and <laughs> uh, and and what I want everyone to, what I was thinking about with everybody, and it's a uh, part of my sort of uh, life quest. I had it with the uh, Sunny. 
as well. Sonny showed up. So what happened was this last Saturday, we were going to watch the uh, prize fight over at the shop, and I grabbed Sonny, and we showed up a couple hours early to, like, clean up and set up and do some other stuff. And uh, I tried to get on the big yoga ball. Right. And, and and stand on it. And I was having a difficult time, minute five and minute ten, of get, just getting up on it. Uh, but I just kind of hung with it. And then Sonny would come in and try to get on the smaller yoga ball. And he was having a tough go at it. But we both just sort of, I'd do it for a while, sweat through my shirt, then Sonny would slide in and he'd try on his yoga ball for a while. And then I'd he'd do it for ten minutes and I'd get back to mine. But at some point, about an hour and a half in, we're both just standing on the yoga balls, not simultaneously, but we took turns. But I came in, and he was standing on his, and I was standing on mine, and we were throwing the the medicine ball, and it, it felt... It felt right. It went from, oh, my God, I don't know about this, to I'm standing on top of this ball, and this guy's throwing a, a medicine ball at me, and it feels good. It feels right. And I thought... That's as fat. We can go that fast. Like your brain can go from this thing of like, oh, what's going on here? I don't even know what this is. There's no like I was on it on my knees going, uh, good luck standing on it to standing on it and feeling very secure on it in, in about 80 minutes. And I saw Sonny do the same and Sonny the same thing. And he's, you know, he's not a blessed athlete. I think he probably has a little the the balance gene. How many how many times did he warn you that this was not safe? I don't know what it, it, it. He's a really weird kid to figure out because he's really bad and really lazy at many things, and then can name every starter in the, in the NBA. So when he's interested in something, he's interested. And when he's when he doesn't want to ride a bike, he doesn't want to ride a unicycle. He doesn't want to learn this. He doesn't want to learn that. But somehow, if you just leave the yoga ball and he comes to it, he was fairly. When I learned to ride a unicycle, it's because I found a unicycle. I found. Uh, we're looking at Sunny oh, now standing on the uh, the little mini <laughs> yoga ball over there. I when I was ten, I found a unicycle in the room of the woman of the son of the woman my dad was dating so right. you know my how that how my family worked out and uh <laughs> uh you can go to amcrawl.com and see him or That's facebook awesome. or something whatever <laughs> on your instagram instagram uh he started screaming for me of course he adds 30 seconds when i told him he was up there for a minute or whatever he's like i was on it for 30 before you guys came into the room <laughs> but uh when i was I went into the room and I saw a unicycle just leaning against the wall right. and I grabbed it and I ran out in the street and I, I, I propped myself up against a car fender and I wouldn't leave until I could take, you know, three pedals yeah. of it or whatever it is. And I saw that thing with him. Like he, he literally fell off the yoga ball. He tried, he started with the big one and was just going ass over tea kettle. Cause the thing about the yoga ball, it, it's not like the unicycle. The unicycle, People think you're going to fall. You never fall unless you're trying something. You rear. You'll you'll never hit the ground. Once right. you got it, you got it. And when you don't, it slides out. Right. It just yeah. goes right out from under you. Like your biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing is just not to let the seat get all skinned up. Like I, yeah. it's just a quick reach around. Pardon the pun. All right. And yeah. just boom. Now Sonny's listening. And it just pops out. <laughs> 
the yoga ball is not that. The yoga ball is you're fine and then you're not fine and it's a millisecond. Yeah. And that's why you bounce. He was bouncing on his belly and flopping on his back and you just, you go quick. Like once it goes, it goes. It's mm-hmm. not, uh, other things, uh, like like even the unicycle, they have a little warning. They have like a little one and a half Mississippi before the landing gear yeah. needs to come down. But, but he got back up. He got back up, and I didn't. I was sort of saying to him, you know, you know, give me a little, give Dad a little room here. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get this yoga ball. I'm trying to figure out this yoga ball. And he's like, my turn, and he never, mm. he never does it. So something clicked in him. He had the thing, and he. And he just kept doing it, and then he was standing on it. And everybody should have a little version of that that they do a couple times a week. It's a it's- as an athlete, Adam. Does he do the thing? I, I remember as a kid, even though I sucked at basketball. You know, I'm not leaving until I get ten free throws in a row. You mm-hmm. know, if I hit nine, I'll be here all night, type of thing. Yes. And I, I think every athlete I played college ball with had twenty versions of that. Meaning college football. We have, all had our versions of that. You have to have your version of that. You have to have the um, version of I'm going to skip rope and I'm going to do one foot, one foot, two times mm-hmm. on the right foot, two times on the left, two, three times on the right, three times <laughs> left. And if I don't get to 20, I'll stop start and over. start start again. Yes. Everybody needs that. But does Sonny have... That in sports? Yes, he does. Because when he goes and plays basketball, he's got to drain like a three-pointer before we leave. Mm-hmm. And if he clunks it off the backboard, we, we got to wait until – and I never go, come on, we're going. You've and missed I, many I, dinners. I, yeah, yeah I, you wait. I know exactly oh, – no, he's, he's there now. Lynette's bringing him food. <laughs> and he's got a cot set up. We got him on an IV system. They put a porta potty in because they lock up the bathrooms at night. Put a catheter in there. (laughs) No, be true to yourself. He's emaciated. Um, He's like Howard Hughes, grown a full beard. (laughs) Jars lined up on the baseline. Everywhere, hair down to his shoulders. (laughs) No, he's he he has to make a nice shot and go out on a on a high note. Um, Speaking of that, this always. I got a lot of info from Vinny Tortorich, and we all have, and uh, all the stuff we just, I, I literally was lamenting. I was making uh, both my kids, uh, I was making, a, I, made a, I made Natalia sausage this morning, so Lynette's mm-hmm. out of town. I made Sonny a scrambled egg, and then I made Natalia, it figures those two couldn't take their goddamn eggs the same way. Just one you know big I mean? pan of eggs. She just wants a raw egg, right? She, she does not want scrambled. She wants it basically <laughs> raw, yeah. and he wants it only scrambled, well so it's a pain in the ass. Jesus. But, of course, I was making him the scrambled egg, and then I made her the uh, sausage, and then I just basically took the fat from the sausage, and I just cracked the egg on oh, top yeah. of it. And Beautiful. I thought, move. I, I thought, oh, Vinny would be happy to hear this. And then I thought... My entire life, I would have wa- I would have wanted to do that, but when uh, I got to think about, and I would have wiped it down sure, and cleaned it off out. and sprayed oh, yeah. it with some Animal Pam fat. or yeah. something, uh. and I and I, I like feel like in, yep. I don't mind the part. See, see, in life, I don't mind the part where the ceiling fan is running all day, as long as you're sitting under it. Mm-hmm. But when you're out of town and the ceiling fan's running all day. 
it pisses me off. And oh, yeah. that's what that is. That's like you're literally just hurting yourself for no reason. Mm-hmm. You're paying that utility bill and you're not mm-hmm. enjoying the, the breeze that comes off it. And my whole life, it was always, uh, I'd like some butter on this toast, but best not, best not, mm-hmm. best not. So thank God for Tortorich. Now, here's a question that popped in my head that I need to ask uh, Vinny Tortorich. I uh, got uh, roped into playing uh, an old man's uh, basketball league. And these are all the dads of all the sons that are in the, the kids' basketball league. A lot of set shots. And so it's not as, the Jewish guys who think they can jump in Hollywood. Have you ever played in one of those? The jumping Jews? The jumping Jews? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that cool? That uh, Jeff, uh, who's coming in? Whoopi Gold- oh, Gold- oh, Goldberg. Oh, Goldblum. Yeah. That's <laughs> his band. Right? Oh, yeah, he's got a jazz Jews, band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumping jazzy Jews. Um, <laughs> no, the, the, these guys are actually, they're pretty good. They're all younger than me. Boy, did take the wind out of my sail when I realized I was the I was, I was the oldest one Ooh. of the old guy group. Were you at least the tallest? No, oh. there's a, they're all oh, good boy. size and they're all pretty good. And my thing was, I have not played a pickup basketball game in a decade. But I used to be pretty good, and I wasn't going to embarrass myself in front of these guys. So I was going to go at it and try to hit those jumpers and do the moves and do the whole nine yards. And I, I at it, I went. But uh, sad, unfortunately, timing-wise, the the father's Kimmel softball game was before it. Ooh. So there was about four hours of softball. When you wore your ballet shoes. Yes, and I have not played softball in a million years. You need lots of muscles. I wasn't going to embarrass yeah. myself with that. And then it was basketball all night. And the next day, I was sore. Of course. Uh, but the day after that, I thought I had full-blown AIDS. <laughs> like, I, that's how I was moving. Yeah. Like, I was just riddled with AIDS. And and even even on, by Wednesday, I was still getting in and out of the car like I, someone was dropping me off at a hospital. So, Jim what Crow's should like, one... Well together, man. Now, other than stretching, because that's always out of the question. I was about to say, did you stretch before? Never. Oh, never. You... Never stretch. But it's always that second day. It's second day and and if you've really done it wrong the third is is pretty bad too what do we do potassium what do we what can we do there's three things two are natural one is not all right pickles and pickle juice i'm not kidding there's something about the acid and how it reacts with your muscles nobody in science knows why it works ultra runners have been doing it for years dill like a dill dill pickle right not a bread and butter drink the juice the we call it natural gatorade it really actually works that's, pickles, that's pickle juice. before or after or during? When or? you know it's going to happen, after and the next day and the day after. Just keep the pickles going. All right. Wow. That's one. That's good. The other, magnesium. Mm. Morning and night. I would tell you to take it three times a day, but you give yourself the craps. Uh, right. You know, so be careful with the magnesium. So magnesium. Twice a day. Those are the two natural ones. Right. Ibuprofen. Nothing is going to work like ibuprofen. And Dr. Uh, Drew can get you some 600 migs. Oh, what is like, like what's Advil? Advil, yeah. but Advil, than Advil. Advil is but the high yeah. potency stuff. Advil is ibuprofen. Yeah, but so, tell Drew to get the uh, get, get the get, get, get the, the good one stuff. pill. Yeah, because it won't upset your stomach the way Advil. Because if you take three or four Advil, and they used to make prescription strength at eight hundred, and they figured out that six hundred works as well as eight hundred, and it won't screw up your liver as much. What yeah. is and, and is it a, a, a pickle juice is sort of before, during, and after? Yeah. And 
Uh, is the Advil before, during, no, and after? Calls time no, no, out. no. He yeah. wins the game. They don't pickle juice on him. As a matter of fact, uh, taking uh, ibuprofen prophylactically, say that three times really fast, yeah. won't help. As a matter of fact, it thins your blood. It, it, it releases the platelets, the mm-hmm. platelets in your blood. That's what makes it work. Right. So you would be a lesser athlete by taking it before. So it won't even help you not be sore. And on top of that, you won't have... The, the amount of stamina so you that, have. After. So that's afterward. And yeah. then. Um, I'm sorry, did you say prophylactically? Yes. Yeah. Huh. To prevent. Okay. To prevent. In advance. I just thought you meant put it in your condom. That, yeah, you pro- we got to do, do something with prophylactic and juvenile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hear juvenile super yeah. negative yeah. connotation. young. Just means kid yeah. and this just means prepared yeah. or before or whatever. Uh, all of us knew, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and by the way, one. <laughs> Sorry. Brian, did you know, know. I, I, prophylactically? Oh, the, uh, I think I did. I thought about juvenile. Yeah, yeah, I, I could I, I figure mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> that didn't make sure. sense. To your generation, that didn't make knew. sense. Mm-mm. Now, prophylactic. Look, this, Take Matt Brondelirian doesn't know what cleanser is. <laughs> well, you know, I had a great who's on first conversation. I, I, I need cleanser. For what? We mean cleanser. Like what are we cleansing? Yeah, it's like. You want Neutrogena? Cleanser. It's, just, it's a Cleanser. What are we cleansing? Like he, he, he mean, thought I was going to say it, facial it, cleanser. It's or, yeah, I'm going to Bonami or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Hey, Jack's Bonami. All right. So but anyway, take the the uh, Advil at first pain. So the next day, don't go. Well, I'm going to muscle it out for a day because it's just going to get worse. Stop right. it in its tracks. And All right. You won't have to take as much. And what was the uh, nutrient we were taking? I'm sorry. Magnesium. 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 That's one of the products I make at Pure Vitamin Club. Ooh. I'll, I'll um, send them over. Yeah, I could uh, I could use it because I, I, I don't stretch and I can't go, I can't take it easy once everyone's going. It's an on-off switch. Think, hey, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the greats. <laughs> No, I just mean it's like I, I'm going to go for it when, when, I'm, when, when, I'm, yeah. when I'm playing because yeah. just out of pure ego. Like if, if I'm playing softball and the ball's in the air and I'm playing center field, I'm going after the ball. Sure. That's just how, how I'm wired. Most people are wired that way. All right. Uh, Gary, you got me on that yoga ball? Yeah, if you give me just a moment here. All right. Let's see. Adam's opinion on gender... Reveal parties for babies? Yes. You know about this. The couple has the party, the gender reveal party, and they cut open a cake, and the cake, unbeknownst to them, is pink or blue. But they release a bunch of balloons. Oh, I don't. uh, You heard about this? No. Well, first off, if I, I, I'm, you know, gender reveal party to me just means like (laughs) 19 year old comes over for Thanksgiving and unloads on (laughs) stepdad. Like, you know, I don't know what's going on <laughs> right. anymore. I mean, because we have these stories where it's like uh, in Portland, they have a third mm-hmm. gender you can check on your driver's license. Non-binary. And, right, what are you talking nine, about? Oh, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. You're going to hang out with me and the cleanser and the juveniles, and we'll talk about a time when there was not a third gender that you identify as. That well, my thing is, like that we got the third gender. We got, you know, Bruce... No, this is this is not that, right? This is like the kind of states. You are you are putting X where you could put M for male or F for female. You're choosing not to identify as either. You just put X on your driver's license. Here's a crazy thing. Last night, Serena and I walk into a restaurant and we run into friends of ours, and the guy is there with his wife, and he's got what looks like chick shoes on. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have a back on it. Nothing, Mm -hmm. right? And we're looking at this the whole time, and I said to Serena, I said, "You see." This is what happened. Bruce became Caitlin, and that just opened it up. 
Now this guy, he, here open he up is. the back of the shoe. Yeah, he's trying it on the for heel, size. He's doing uh-huh. with the shoes. Uh-huh. Next, we're gonna have you know maybe the lady pants or something mm-hmm. before you know the address. Hey, I think he's trying it on for size. And she goes, well, "You think he's gay?" I said, "No, but I think he's what was that a Q or non-binary?" Next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, st- stick to vitamins. They have been. Uh, <laughs> hey, first, it's first go somewhere. First, uh, they take our penny loafers. That's and where we it said begins. nothing. Yeah, and we say nothing. No, I've been living this my entire life, which is that this this it, it it started as it's a movement, by the way, and the movement is this: it's it's pushed by the left, and as uh, Dennis Prager says, not not by liberals, but like the left, because I I lived it, I live this. They want to erase the differences between men and women. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why this is a why it's a cause. I, I suspect it because most of them are failing as women and and of and men. Like my mom was a horrible woman. I mean, she failed as a woman. My dad failed as a man. She even so, failed as a woman. Well, I mean, technically, she had her parts. <laughs> well, she failed but, as a mother, but well, a woman? the things I think the things that traditionally you think of, like you know, making lasagna, yeah, keeping keep the house, nurturing, showing affection, yeah, yeah, buying keep a it, new pair of shoes, keep it, but you know. Back then, it was like, hey, I keep a really nice house. I'm proud of my house. You know, I'm proud of my garden. You know, I'm proud of I take care of my family. Or you go work. And I, whatever it is, just go ahead and put an F right. next to it. <laughs> there was a movement, and a strong movement. Uh, it's a combination. Part of it is, is F you to the man. It's really just the man. It's just like, screw you. You, do, you don't know me. You mm-hmm. don't know me. You can't tell me what my gender is. I'll tell you what my gender is. So a lot of it is just angry Everyone's angry. This is backlashing. I, I, I don't think if you found if you took all the people in Portland that chose to do the X and just sort of pulled them aside and threw a party with these people and walked through them and had a, and conversations with them about whatever you might talk about. I think the consensus would be that they're all angry assholes. I think that would be. I think that's what you you would walk away with them being super angry. Angry, mostly at their dads, but just angry. And so this is a way for them to sort of push show back. you to push. And it's easy. I've been dealing with it on Loveline for a million years, which is daddy was horrible to you, and now everyone becomes daddy. Mm. And then when you talk to them, you can hear in their voice they're already pissed, yeah. and they don't even know you. So it's, 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 a, it's a way of going through life. Anyway, this crap was shoveled on me when i was nine it was all just it was the same thing oh you give little sally a pop gun she'll play with that she'll put the dolly down but you give the dolly to little little bobby no mm-hmm. no 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 but 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 it's but it's an effort and we've not stopped it it took little re- it took a rest you know somebody discovered cocaine and it took a f- couple of years <laughs> off you know and we all just went down to studio 54 and got high uh but then it, it started it started coming back if you, it was around in the 70s it took a lot of time off it wasn't like we were talking about it much in the 90s mm. or or the 80s especially 80s just cocaine and spuds mckenzie yeah. and tease that hair girl and it's coming back you know, we have it's like a- coming back in a strong way. It'll ne- By the way, it'll never work. Mm-hmm. The reason it'll never work, look no further than Sonny and Natalia. Right. 
totally different with zero input from mm. anybody at, at any time. The version that I observe now with a nine-month-old is like when I drop tests off at daycare, like every toy is for everyone. There's not boys' toys and girls' toys. Like every toy is just for – and I see it with the other kids, the older kids. There are other rooms and stuff. I see – they're always playing with the same stuff. It's the, it's the I guess, the more advanced, yes. evolved version of that. Yeah. It's called Evolve, but it's really not. My, my son wants to do – Things with basketballs and his boy and his friends do something completely different than my daughter and my daughter's friends. And there's there's a very small group of people that from each party that go to the other side. They're just girls that want to climb trees and, and boys mm-hmm. that want to. You know, it's not so much like dollies, but they're interested in decorating or FaceTime. Sure. Or the very the girls are very into the communication yes. stuff, and the guys are very much into let's go out and play play the sports stuff. Yeah, there's a group of that. It's small. We're trying to foist this on the whole society, and right. it'll never take. It'll never work. It's it's just like it's like socialism. It'll never work. It'll never effectively work. It will try and try and try and try. It never works. It can't work. We're different. That's it. That's who we are. It's a biological thing. I need to ask you about yes. a toy. Tell me if you if your kid or if you showed your kid. Do you guys remember the? I think Wellsco and also Jensen made these toys. They were actual steam engines. Yes. And you would light a fire underneath. Yes. And you, wow. it, it, would, it would heat up a little boiler. One of the many things it, I it did not run, own. It yes. would run a piston. Yes. We didn't either, but my dad brought one from the science department. He was a school teacher, and he mm-hmm. would bring it home and let my brother and I play That's with it. Neat. That's sweet. Yeah. I think they still exist. So what's, if you brought that, Those are mini cannons. Oh, they have the, those too. They, they have a little things? mini, little iron, little mini, little like World War II cannon. <laughs> do they fire things? You can yeah, fire firecrackers there. You can do all kinds of wow. stuff. I don't yeah. know that in today's litigious society yeah, that, these that feels go over like very no. But would Sonny be interested? Like, if you came home with a, a, a Jensko or, or a Wilsko, I think it was Jensen and Wilsko. Yeah. Me, if you came and said, Sonny, this is how electricity is created. Yeah. You know, a fire goes under this and this happens and then it turns this turbine. Would he be interested, or would your daughter be interested in how things actually work? Wait, is Adam delivering the message? My, my yeah. daughter. Because no, is he? Let, let's say Olga brings it in. Someone I, brings it in that they respect. There's, there's, all right, there's a couple of trends that you guys need to be aware of. Uh, he will be interested or not interested. I cannot, I will not be able to influence him, and and he's generally inquisitive, so I, he might he might think it's pretty cool, but you probably wouldn't find him messing around with it once you left. There is this new thing that's driving me insane, 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 but it's big. There's, you'll learn certain things like those widget spinner things are all over the place. Yeah, the you, you don't, spinner. you don't, you don't realize that, uh, they, they, they just, they catch fire. These things. You want to know what all the girls are doing? What? They're making slime. Yeah. I heard about this. They're yes, nuts. It's all over Facebook. They're nuts for slime and it's driving me nuts. No, you make this like stuff. It's like cornstarch, food coloring. Help me water. out. What, what, what are we doing with like it? Like putty slime, just to play you, with. You just see who can make the best batch. I don't know. It makes no sense at all, but it drives me insane. And here's why it drives okay. me insane. It te- in order to make it, and Gary, you can probably find the different versions of this. But I'm in my kitchen today. There's a one gallon container of Elmer's white glue that has about a quarter inch left at the bottom of it. There are whole big containers of liquid Tide. The stuff, you know, in the bad neighborhoods, oh, yeah. it's ripped off. stuff. And then whatever, whatever else, the cornstarch or whatever else is in there, 
It's the biggest waste of material ever. I mean, we got to show this to third world countries. Like, you guys, you're going down to the river and washing your crap in polluted water. Here's what we got. Oh, no, we don't even use Tide for, for washing clothes anymore. We're just making gelatinous goop out of it, and then we and throw it away. And with it and get rid of it. Eventually, it gets, uh, like, some hair in it, and yeah, we throw yeah, it, it away. It gets gross. It, I it mean, needs. using up full jugs of everything. It just dumping it. That's expensive stuff. It's it's totally Mortgage expensive, and I have no qualms with the money. I would I would much rather take that money, buy a whole chicken from Zancun, give it to a homeless guy. It's just literally taking all these raw materials, mm-hmm. and as a guy who builds and is constantly saying like, "Hey, demoed out those uh, two by fours, pull the nails, so let's use them on the next wall or whatever." Trying to reuse and repurpose everything. It's the biggest waste ever. It is swept. I don't know if it swept the nation. It certainly swept my girls' school, and they all go nuts, and the girls are all nuts for it, and the guys don't give a crap at all, which you, I'm happy about, yeah. but I don't know why they're so nuts about what it. What are they? Th- they're throwing it at each other? You I'm just, sorry, you just You just, play, you just break the, it apart and put it back together. It's the, like, I'm sorry, Brian, do you remember this? Slime. Yes, but um, remember the water, the plastic watercolor uh, kits you would take to like art class and you would fill it with Elmer's glue on one side Mm. of it and put food coloring and make bookmarks. Oh, Jesus. You are an indoor kid. No, I know. I should have known about that. (laughs) Well, we know what juvenile means. Going home and doing that right now. Is the silver lining that like they're actually making something with their hands? The silver lining is they're not planted in front of the TV set eating a bunch of stuff that Vinny said they shouldn't eat. Yeah, because we, in my day, we had green slime and that came like in a little egg and like you play with it and threw it against the wall, but it was just this... Probably probably radioactive goop. It probably where I got my brain tumor. I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming it was a byproduct. Of something that they were building. Yeah, like they're, they're, they're making like snail fertilizer. <laughs> and this is what the byproduct was. And sure. somebody said, we should. I remember it well because I never had it either. Because when I was, I had certain instincts even mm-hmm. when I was like 13 or 9 or whatever, which is like. Uh, I got no interest in a thing that gathers pubes. And I can't ride or wrestle with like I want a football. I want to go do something, right. but I don't want a pube gathering device. It's He's all going to weird. A silly poly, putty at this but point. They came. It came in a trash can. It came in a green trash oh, can. Yeah. The early versions. And the reason I know that like garbage pail is because stuff. Ray's mom had a bunch of those as drinking cups oh. back when you would just use anything as a drinking cup. <gasps> oh, this is the this is the oh, slime. That's gross. Yeah, is this? Oh, this this must be Natalia making her <laughs> making slime. Pasta. That looks so satisfying. I think it's sunny, but oh, it's sunny. I just did twenty minutes on you yeah, not playing. Now that's like got to be Natalia. Sunny doesn't know how to do any of that crap, or or maybe not. I I, I no, it's wow. Natalia. The, the, who cares? Anyway, is a whole. When I saw the carpenter's glue, yeah. a whole gallon of carpenter's glue just gone. I, I don't think. Oh, I paid for that. I think that's now wasted. It's gone and. We're so ugly as Americans. Yeah. I mean, think about any other country just doing, just taking all these materials and just burning I, I always them. say that, you know, you know, when people talk about terrorists, they go, okay, when, when they recruit these kids from these poor countries, the first thing they tell them is, America is so rich. It was that, uh, that Natalia. The, thanks, Gary. These, these people are so rich in America that they have a place called the gym. Now, here's what goes on. They go in there and they move heavy things around. They play at work. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, how much do they get paid? No, 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 no. They don't get paid. I always they pay to pay. go move I always, all this way. <laughs> I always say look look no further than Griffith Park because on one corner 
there's literally a fountain that just shoots water into the air until it all evaporates. <laughs> and then people empty their pockets and throw money at it. Like, what are those people doing? They have too much money. They're angry at the water. The wa- what, what is that? Some sort of sewage runup? No, no, it's totally drinkable. It's just water. We fire it. Our goal is to fire it so high that it all evaporates and never comes back down again. And then... I notice on the other corner, they're beasts of burden. Hard at work, a logging camp. No, no, they're going in a circle. We put fat kids on them. Yeah. And they, but you have to feed them. You have to take care of them. Yeah, absolutely. What's your point? So the kids, they go in a circle. And there's a train. Where does he go? Oh, they drag the train? Oh, the donkeys drag the train? There's a mining camp, right? No, no, no. The train goes in a circle. And again, they get paid to do this? No, 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 no. all we have to do is go down to Griffith Park. We'll show them the fountain. We'll show them the train. We'll show them the donkeys going in a circle. And we'll go, any questions? Yeah. I and mean, we could talk about infrastructure and many other things, but I think you get it by it's this. Pretty this recruits itself. Let me tell you about Simply Safe. Thinking about your home security? You should be. Put that under the resolution, man. And that's not just for you, that's for your family. Get a break on your renter's insurance. Simply Safe. Invented by a guy who went to Harvard. Well, he was a genius. Friends got ripped off, and he wanted to come up with his own. He realized that the security companies were a bigger ripoff than the guys who did the ripping off because they rip you off every month. So I work with these guys, and we worked out a little security arsenal just for you. It's a special package handpicked by me. Entry, motion, glass break sensors, everything you need. And right now, my friends over at Simply Safe are giving my listeners 200 bucks off of this package. No contracts, no commitments. Go right now, get the 200 bucks off my hand-picked security package at simplysafe.com slash Adam. Let's not go into the new year without this. Peel and stick up and running in under an hour. We all have it over here. You get it over there. Simplysafe.com slash Adam. Get the 200 bucks off and get started. On the new year, right. All right. Uh, I think I got uh, 25 seconds of me on my uh, yoga ball. I told. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I told. Uh, I don't think this is the. Uh, I don't think this is the right one. Oh, this is an old one. That's what? not the new one. Was your intention to match your yoga ball? <laughs> I wore a shirt that matches. That's me throwing it at Matt Fondelier. Uh, assistant Matt knocking him off, uh, knocking his phone I love that off you have him. couch cushions all around. <laughs> Just in I, case. I. I. Uh, I I'm I'm a guy who who if you got me a picnic table right now and uh, gave me a beer and told me to ride a unicycle off it I'd go for it, but I have been burned by the yoga ball. Yeah, I know firsthand about that yoga ball, man. I you eat it so fast on that yoga ball, yeah. and I've done it, and I I was fine, but I realized if there's anything around me mm-hmm. that, that wasn't cushioned or something i i did it on just a wooden floor with the, like a the half inch sort of foam flooring pad tiles that yeah. interlock and i somehow landed like a martial arts and rolled over or something <laughs> but i thought to myself if there was like a dumbbell laying on the ground or something i'd be in a coma right now so, so you're obsessed with I, balance i, I right? very a, a ton of respect for the yoga ball well and his hmm. infant children were once collateral damage that's right they ate it too yeah Oh, yeah. I'll tell you this, uh, Vinny. I was thinking about you, and I was wondering how to do this. But if you – uh, Nick will, uh, will, will back me up here. He was there. That ball, when you climb on top of it right. – and everybody should work out a thing. I think I think we should work out a thing where 
you get a a pad, you know, like a like a gymnasium, uh, you know, sort of sort of like a gymnastics pad or something, you know, something four inches worth of pad, and you cut a donut hole in the middle of it that's maybe four foot by four foot, right. maybe forty two by forty two or something like that, and you put that yoga ball in the middle. And you just get on that thing and you get your knees up and you start hanging on it with your hands and you pry one foot up and now you got one knee down and one foot up and you're just sitting there engaging every part of your body. Like your your toes are working, your forehead's working, like everything is just working because I found myself – Nick was just standing there. I was just standing there. I sweated right through my shirt. I wasn't even moving. I was just – I was just – my nails were digging into the thing. Then when you get up. You start pinching your legs together. Oh, God. I did that Saturday night, then the softball game, oh, then the basketball man. game, then the wonder I was comatose. It's a magnesium. You dig, you dig in, and I thought, well, not everyone's going to stand up on a yoga ball. Not everyone's going to do this. You, if you just try for 15 minutes a day, you'll, you'll be in great shape. You just literally just get on it. It's, it's, it's zero impact. It's not like, oh man, I got to do 50 pushups or something like that. It's just literally you just trying to mount that thing for 15 minutes at a time. Totally low impact, but man, what a, what an engager Mm. of the core. All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I went right through. Sweated right on through my shirt, man. All right, I got a couple of questions up there. I have his opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, the gender reveal parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, mm-hmm. did not know about these parties. I I find, um, I don't know. You guys tell me. I find it a little narcissistic. Like, I, I when people do the, you know, you go, oh, you're pregnant. You know, and they go, you having a kid? Uh, what, what, what do you got there, boy or girl? And they go, mm-hmm. Not so fast. And you're like, I don't care. Like they don't want to give like, it up? Yeah. Like, there's oh. a lot of, like, I'm going to surprise. Mm-hmm. I, we, I, I feel like we make way, there's there's two versions. There's, I don't want to give it up, and then there's another one, which is, I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to know. What's the difference? Right. And well, I, it's I, so I, much I, more practical to I, know. I, it's, it's, it's just a, it, it makes no sense. Again, back to the first world. And also... It, it's it smacks me of a kind of a narcissism. Like, look, people just crap out kids all day, every day, everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's nothing right sp- special to you, yeah. but not to to Society. us. And this is fine. And, and by the way, it's not giving anything away. And I'm not going to go running to the Herald Examiner. <laughs> Guess what? Like, or selling it to TMZ. Like, it's it's who cares? Yeah. So when, the party you know, seems like a, an extended version of that. Yeah. Yes, because you're putting it on other people. You're like, please come to. Now you're and, obligated and care as much as I do. When when I saw that question up there, I wrote down two things: manufactured fun, which I don't like, mm-hmm. and narcissistic. Exactly right. And how are we to react? So when it's a boy, <laughs> we cheer. If it's a girl, we cheer, but not as hard. Or like, what? How's this uh, work uh, again? Uh, I will say the ancillary benefit of these. Is on YouTube if you look up a lot of like gender reveals and like a lot of uh, lesser, eh, I'll say lesser evolved in my opinion. Uh, dads will get very upset if the pink balloons come out. Like, oh, oh no, I'm out uh, of You don't want that yeah, recorded. They say the Chinese okay. aren't funny, <laughs> but I don't know. It's a lot of joy brought for <laughs> you. Starts to build a raft, <laughs> send it down the river. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry, Katie. G- Gary could probably find a couple of those. Yes. What's Hello? going on? Yeah. Ace man, get it on. Yeah, man. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm just calling. My cousin wants me to do her gender reveal party and wanted me to get a golf ball for her husband to hit that will explode with whatever color powder the baby is. Yeah. Yeah. Until you're intercepted by the DEA on the way there. What is this mystery drug you've been muling over to the driving range? No wonder those guys are hitting so many buckets. They're all beaked up. Ingenious. 22 years in the business. I've never seen this. You play 72 holes today? I've seen a, I've seen a taxidermy squirrel stuffed. I've seen condoms put up the rectum. I've never seen the golf ball. We got a kingpin here. Taking you down. Take us to the source. Have yeah, right. any of you guys been to one of these? Brian, with the Rico you, you, you have a kid. You're going what straight to Guantanamo Bay. I have been to one, and luckily it was like a it was like a it was, it was my rich friend, and so it was actually out of town, and like a bunch of people went there, and like he had a, it was a very elaborate thing. All for the gender reveal? We made a weekend out of it. It was in Vegas. So it's a actually weekend. Kind of, but it was Jeez. but it was actually kind of fun as a little vacation. Christy and I did the I would like to think the non narcissistic version, which is just for us. We took uh, they they found out the gender and all the ultrasounds early on. They said, Would you like to know? We said, please put it into an envelope, seal it, don't tell us. We took it to a uh, a frozen yogurt place on the west side and we took it to the to the cashier and said, We want it, you look at this. We don't know what it is. If it's a girl, get some strawberries, put really? it at the bottom. If it's a boy, get some blueberries, put it at the bottom. We'll go wait over here, and oh when you're ready, God. it was our oh, little no, thing. We didn't bother anyone else with it. It was our little thing. You didn't thing. bother anyone else you're with it. You didn't bother Dawson. Dawson, you're bothered, right? <laughs> 100%. No, you're not. <laughs> well, you better load it up that tip We have jar. some people that are bothered here. Brian, you had to think about that ahead of time. Right, we're going to yeah. go to the yoga shop. We're we going to tell them to put strawberries at the bottom. Yeah, we did. We're all we're jealous. No one and else. And we gave the guy five kind of bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's middle of the day on a Thursday or something. <laughs> was right. it Pinkberry or was nah, it? No, it was the Big Chill on, at Olympic. You can't go to Pinkberry, man. That's, that's, that's leaning toward yeah, the ladies through the through title alone. It was alone. fun. It was just for us. We didn't, we didn't force anyone else to join us. When you saw strawberries, did you just chuck it against the wall? <laughs> I ran out and then came back and said, sorry, that wasn't me. Uh, Katie? Yes. I would be a conscientious objector to this. I really would. I, I just go that. Because of my logical religion, which is logic, I, I cannot participate in this uh, nonsense. Understandable. Hey, I just want to give a quick shout out to Vinny. My dad lost 20 pounds last summer by doing no sugar, no grain. So that is so cool. Well, thanks. Fantastic. Yeah, we we yeah. hear we hear your stories all over the internet, and it's and it's and it's perfect. And like I like I said, you know, no 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 strain to uh, eat a couple sausages with a few eggs uh, cooked mm. in the uh, cooked in the fat, man. That does not feel like a diet. Uh, Matt, 31, Bay Area. Matt? Hey, Adam, Gina, Brian, Vinny, get it on. How's it going? What's going on, man? I regret telling that story. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, I, Brian, I, I'll, I'll, I, 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 I've drilled down on this. All right, let's hear I'll it. tell you what it is. Right. And it, 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 it's, it'll... Ultimately, it'll be good. Oh, no. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be. Stay if, you can, with if you can withstand the initial, yeah. no, I've 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 realized that almost almost all <clears throat> hatred is a strong word, but uh, <laughs> w- when people hear about someone's at life or activities, right, disdain possibly, and they react to it mm-hmm. at, at micro and macro. I've been I've been really watching this. It's all envy. Oh. It's shame and envy. Envy and shame. It's all, that's what you see. That's what we, that's what the entire, hey, it's Rich Whitey over there making mm-hmm. a, that's just shame, shame, mm-hmm. shame and envy. That's all this. Like, we can't stand any, we used to not be based that way. Now we are. 
We've decided somehow that person's doing something right, Mm -hmm. and I'm not doing something right. And in the past, you'd go find a mirror and try to figure out what was wrong with you. Now we just have to figure out a way to tear that guy down. Okay. We hate big. It's like anything big. You put big in front of any corporation you want. We hate it. We hate anything big, anything, anything. Anyone to, I don't know, Justin Bieber. Like, I hate him. He's just oh. too successful. You know, and, like, we just hate Big it. Big Canada. When people hear those stories. Mm-hmm. Their first are, reaction is just disgust. It, it's, first it's, reaction is uh, laughter. No, it is, why is this person enjoying their life more than me? Mm-hmm. And then that quickly turns to hatred. Okay. You see? <laughs> I feel a lot But better. it starts with a little bit of an inner, like, okay. oh, I would never do Lynette would never do that. We would never. We would never take the time to do whatever. It makes you feel whatever. lazy. Our generation would never go that length. It's not, but it's not quite. To, to even think about it's, that. It's, 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 it's envy more than mm-hmm. lazy. It's like, I just wouldn't. It's 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 sort of the the uh, it's it's what I have. It's like it's like when my uh, when my lawyer told me he was taking a cruise with his mom, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Why is Get mom? the hell out of here with your mom!" And then I made fun of him to everybody, and I do anything. But at the end of the day, I realized yeah. I was envious. Just you and your. I wish thoughts. I had a relationship sure. with my mom where I could take a cruise with her. I was angry, but the anger was envy. Okay. That's that's what happened. By the way, Brian, we've mentioned Big Chill two or three times, and who's coming in here in a few minutes? Jeff Goldblum, Jeff who was starting the Big Chill. Yeah. One of his first big movies, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. All right. Uh, sorry. Uh, Chris Max Weird, Pata's right? on, the, yeah. on the blower. Yeah. Hey, Max Pata. Hey, Adam. Where are you, man? Uh, we, are, we are just uh, crawling on the five up to Fresno right now. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's in the van. And, uh, yeah, we're all piled in here. Got uh, the band, got Assistant Jay, um, and uh, Ryan Dean and Matt Edgar as well. They're, they'll be doing the stand-up comedy portion of the uh, of the show. You guys are heading towards Seattle, right? Yep. Yeah, we're, we're doing a quick stop in Fresno, but, yeah, we're, we're heading up to Seattle. We got a, we got a show there uh, tomorrow night at the Showbox Soto Lounge. And the tickets are still available, so I'm inviting all listeners. Uh, if you can make it come, yeah. uh, for a night of uh, comedy and music. So the, the bar crawl is sold out, but the, yeah, the, the, bar- end, the end of the bar crawl, they're going to end up mm-hmm. at the theater, and that's where you're playing, right. and that's where the stand-up's going, right? Yeah, yeah. at the end of the night, everybody's all coming together at the bar crawl, and, and uh, if you want to go to a ticket, uh, get your tickets to the, to the last show, the tickets are still available at crawldrinks.com. So Lynette's going to be there, Ray's going to be there, uh, Jay's going to oh. be there, you're going to be there, everyone's going to be there. Dodge the bullet, I have to rain in a van. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, all the guys behind the glass. And uh, so it's 12 bucks on the pre-sale and 15 on the door, so if you want to save a few bucks, and I predict it'll sell out, everyone's going to be there. So it's just a steal either way. Go ahead and, uh, go ahead and Get those over at uh, CorollaDrinks.com. Uh, so uh, driving from where to Fresno? Oh, uh, well, um, we, we left from Westminster, California, because that's where uh, my band's gear is. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, so we loaded, we loaded up the, the van, and, yeah, no, we're just we're heading up to uh, Sequoia Brewing Company right now. I, uh, as, as we, as we, like I, I never minded hours. a road trip. I always loved a road trip. As Within a, reason. As a young, oh, as a young man. I always saw it was always, fun. You always choose to drive, though. Like, every time, you know, we, we want to go to Vegas, or we, we, you always like doing a long drive, I know. Yeah, that. but, like, when we go up north and stuff for the uh, for the race and everything mm-hmm. like that, I, I, part of the fun is to ride yeah. the yeah. ride out there. We have a lot of laughs. I get I get uh, a couple beers. I tell Max Apata to get on the uh, iPhone and pick out, and I yell obscure song. <laughs> Theme yeah. from Room yeah. 222. <laughs> Play it, bitch. And then he yeah, plays I, it, and I, it's good stuff, right? I'm your theory. Yeah. 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 
All right. Yeah. So uh, that is uh, tomorrow night at the. Uh, is it Sodo? Showbox Soto Lounge. Soto. Okay. Yeah. The Soto Showbox Lounge, and uh, that's in Seattle. So if you're out that way, go to CorollaDrinks.com and get those things in advance. All right. See you soon, Max Pata. Have fun. All right. Sounds good, guys. See you. Take care. Yes. You know, speaking of road trips, Tim and I love doing that, too. And so much so that when we are off for a week in uh, August, we are taking a little road trip through Costa Rica. Really? Yeah. How nice. does that work? Are you driving to Costa Rica? We're driving to Costa Rica. No. Oh, we, you, no, you could, but no, that's crazy. Not. Once we get there, we're driving. You. Oh, yeah, you could, yeah. Sure. yeah no, we're driving through the country once we get okay. there. We said road trip to Costa Rica. I, I was, through, I, through Costa Rica. I'm through Costa Rica. You guys are lucky I'm sitting here because I understood that was a joke and I know what juveniles are. <laughs> and I have a cleanser and all that good and prophylactic. <laughs> I feel like I'm just Damn perfect, perfect yeah. prophylactic for your comedy. Um yeah, so how is it in terms of safety? I there's there's I hear you, it's very safe. We're in a weird world now where you could yell out 25 countries mm-hmm. to me and I really wouldn't know like there's ones that, what was safe and what sure. was not what was not a no-fly right, zone right. and what wasn't and there's a, probably a I feel like more than ever, there's just those. Like if you're saying Chile, oh, it's great. Bolivia, oh, no, yeah. Bolivia. Like, no, oh, Costa Rica. Yeah. Or you could flip them, oh, and then way. I would never exactly. know. Right. Yeah. What a lot of people don't know about Costa Rica is a lot of Jews ended up there during the uh, 1940s, during Hitler's regime. Kraut. Yeah. Uh, boys from Brazil. <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. They got to Costa Rica, yeah. I the Well, anywhere there's a lot of Jews, you're, you're fine. Good. You're, you're fine. Safe, yeah. But yeah. if you break down, you're screwed. Yeah. What? Good luck. <laughs> what? Who am I? Mr. Goodwrench over here. I don't want a scissor jack. What? Already? Yeah, you're not no one's gonna come out with a with a wrench and a gas can nope. if, if you get the juice, but you're not gonna get rolled either. Um so that's good, and you're gonna rent the car. Yes. And, and he's Tim is hell bent on renting a stick shift. And I said, please don't. If we break down, I can't help you. Yeah. I don't know, but he probably will because good news for Tim in Costa Rica at the Avis. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, we'd like to get uh, – we can't have an automatic – excuse me? <laughs> an automatic. What's that again? An automatic transmission. I don't know what that is. <laughs> First time hearing of it. We have three on the tree, mm-hmm. and we got four on the floor. We Those some, are our numbers. We got but, some uh, rickshaws. You're telling it. me there's a car that yeah. you don't have to shift? When got, did this come out? Only two pedals down there? Yeah, who makes this? It, it's like that in Europe. Every summer we go to England, and <laughs> it's, it, everything is stick shift because it burns less gas and, and the whole thing. And you have to, and the wheel's on the other side, so now you're doing a muscle memory that you've yeah, never used in your that. entire life because your feet are, are the same. Right. It's just the hand is different. Oh, we got something called two on a Jew. <laughs> we got a lot of Jews out here. Did present. Mention, Gina, do you know that? So... Um, you're going to drive around. Yeah, I like this. Oh, by the yeah. way, in the uh, the group, back to uh, Brian's story mm-hmm. with the uh, as it pertains to gender of Tess, a Tessa, mm-hmm. um, the w- same thing. When I see the guy, uh, the forty four year old guys going surfing with his sons mm-hmm. for three weeks in <laughs> Costa Rica, and I go, "What a douche!" But I'm super yeah. jealous because I go, "How do you figure out a life where he could carve this thing out?" Right. And he's going to Costa Rica with his two teenage sons, and they're going to surf yeah. for two weeks. Like, how did he maneuver this? That makes sense. I still am angry at him, but I'm jealous. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm but anger is born of jealousy. That's right. Okay. That's that's that. How, how was your trip? You took a trip from getting at. 
Huh? You took a trip. Oh, we went whitewater rafting. And did uh, Sonny go or did he no, not go? Mommy and Sonny. <laughs> that didn't it happen. Passed. Did not happen. Did no. Natalia jump off the rock or whatever? She Me was and off? Natalia jumped off the bridge. Oh, the bridge. Yeah. Is uh, is Jeff in? Uh, he just walked in. He's going to the bathroom. And then I'm gonna give him a rundown. All right. So we'll spend five minutes here. Uh, all right. There's a new commercial. New Gillette on demand commercial. Matt? Yeah, Matt, uh, sorry, go yeah, ahead. I don't know if you'd... Uh, no problem. I didn't know if you'd seen it or not. We got it but, right uh, here, Matt. Let's it, go ahead and play it for the gang. Perfect. Brother Shaven. Oh, that blade's not so fresh. Not so fresh. He throws it out. He's all out oh, of blades. He's out of blades. Got a call Gillette Covered in shaving cream. Hands are covered in... I feel like saliva. Introducing Maybe the easiest off. way to get Gillette blades. <laughs> Text blades to Gillette On Demand. So he's Text using a smartphone. With Gillette on demand and get three dollars off your first order. It's a little bit of a mislead, but all right. I, I I don't. Uh, the thing that that drives me, I I know everything's just going to start showing up at your door, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm fine with that. It's a good thing. Uh, Vinny may want to hold his ears. It's when the Taco Bell starts showing up at the house. Mm. That's a slippery slope. And that's a bad time. We're like, there. We're there. And it's, and, and no, I'm thinking, we're the, we're the Corollas are there. <laughs> and I, it, I don't know why it drives me nuts because it's sort of like lazy and stupid and stupid and lazy or cheap and stupid and lazy. Like it's just something weird. I don't know why yeah. Chinese food I can handle. Taco Bell. You're just you're not, not supposed to eat it, but if you do, you got to get in your car and go to the drive-thru. Well, whatever and you're it is. spending more on delivery than on the actual amount of tacos. It just it's like at some point, I think I'm going to come home, and Lynette and the kids are going to be lying down, and someone is going to be pulling Skittles out of a hat and dropping it into their mouth, and and I'm going to go, what, what's this? And they'll go, you don't have the app Skittle Drop. And I go, no, how's it work? Well, it's a guy who got fired from Uber. Yeah, how's it work? Well, he comes in and puts the Skittles in your mouth. And you're like, well, why don't you do that yourself? Well, you know, you're working the universal remote. Of course. You're petting the dog. And uh, what, you got a third arm? Who's doing the Skittles drop? Oh, there's going to be an app called Skittles drop. And I'm going to see my, I'm going to just walk in and my, my daughter's going to be laying on the sofa with the head tilted about her mouth open. I'll go, what what, what are you doing? I'm waiting for the Skittles drop guy. (laughs) Oh, he used to drive for Uber. I don't know why. You know what? I didn't ask. They, they uh, apparently it was, um, uh, it was amicable. They just they, they agreed to dis- they, they agreed to disagree. Yeah. They parted amicably. And now he's you know, he's got a gig working for Skittles Drop. Now he's getting uh, he's getting bonded so he can drop Mike and Ike. That's a whole different. No, they got to go. They got to get certified. You got you want to drop Mike and Ike? Good about Red Hot? Another certification. Yeah. So every time you have to get a new certification. Uh, the the certification you do for Mike and Ike's and Red Hots are the same one. Well, but what about the, the hot tamale, the which drop. is made by the Mike and Ike people? It's the same. It's the same shape. It's red. Right. I'm tired of my own premise now. <laughs> Did you notice, by the way, those two guys covered in shaving cream were clean shaven? It's always the way. Uh, you know, they're both hot. It's always the way. They were good looking, but they nary a facial hair. All right, let's see, uh, Sandra. Hey, uh, Sandra. 56 Hi, Monterey. Guys. Oh, you. Hey, what's going on? How's your hey, yep, me. How's your home doing over there? <laughs> oh, it's doing great. We're just getting it all ready for you to come visit someday. <laughs> hey, I'm coming out, man. Getting prepped. <laughs> yep. Race is coming soon. You need to soon. come on up here. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to send a shout-out to all the Facebook ace-holes. Thank you. I Our thank little them. group. 
<laughs> I will. Um, I was wondering, how do you feel about um, big calves on a woman? You know, on a male, it's funny, you're always talking about it on guys. But what if you see a big calf on a woman? That is so cool. <laughs> Vinny loves it. Is it? I realize I, I do like a shapely calf, but not a big calf. Because it's not, I have big calf, but it's not fat legs. It's a big shelf calf that I've had since I was in high school for my dad. It's heritage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, the, 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 this is what drives me nuts about calves. It's, it's all genetic, and I, which is fine. I have skinny calves, but I hate it when somebody has beautiful calves, and then they explain to me why. Mm. And they do this. They go, when I was in high school, I spent a, a summer, and I used to show horses. And you go, yeah. Well, they walk. You'd walk in sand, and you'd have to trot them. And you're like, please, you're 44, and your calves are amazing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not for me to because I, I was on the gymnastics team, and I was on speech and debate. Now you wouldn't think, <laughs> and it's like, oh, shut up! You have great calves, and I know it because you see guys who play like professional tennis for a living, and their calves are not as good as a guy who has great calves genetically. Yeah. So there's not. I mean, look, you can do something, mm-hmm. but not. You'll never outdo what God does. And calf in, the, implants for guys are calf. things. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've never done anything for me. I've just not been able to wear boots my whole <laughs> life, pretty much, because they're... <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> we need oh, a I photo. wanted to tell you, I was listening to you earlier, and I'm cleaning slime today, because my granddaughter woke up, and it all stuck all over what, her blanket. What are the ingredients of the slime? Shit, I, I mean, shoot. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm sorry. Your calves um, rub together. I don't know. She can't. Yeah. <laughs> if I put a match, oh, no, if I taped a match, if I took a book of matches mm. and I taped one to one calf and I taped the strike, the strike side on the other mm. to the other one, would we have a fire in your crotch or not, Sandra? Oh my! I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I don't know what to say. She's being modest. What are the ingredients for the granddaughter slime? <laughs> Well, I know she asked for borax, and I said, go ask your aunt who lives that's next right, door. Borax. So they made it over there. All we do is waste stuff that's in, borax. I'm, I'm assuming, no cleaner too. incredible demand in other parts of the world. Borax. Borax, borax has been around yeah. forever. Yeah. Hey, yeah, thanks, it's, uh, it's Sandra. horrible. We appreciate okay. it. I love Cass. They, that's my yep, thing. Okay. All right. Love you, baby. All right. Last one, we'll bring uh, Jeff Goldblum in. Uh, what's the question? What's it say? <laughs> if one of Adam's kids were to do porn uh, when they turned 18, which one would he rather and why? Mm. Mm. Let's Good go question. around the table the before. Sean? Oh. Sean? Easy. Yeah. Would you like to present this? Yeah. So uh, your kids are going to be 18 in approximately six years and mm-hmm. 49 days. Oh and uh, wow. they'll be eligible Creepy. to do adult films. Mm-hmm. So I need you to pick a male porn star. Well, hold on. Trump and, says uh, he's lowering it to 14 and a half. Oh, my God. Did you guys God, watch his speech last night? I was like, why do we even need this? In between the pipeline talk and yeah. the economy, went right for this. Stick to the issues, man. Needless. <laughs> Needless. self-inflicted wound. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Why 14 and a half? Like, go oh, 15. Yeah, Come on, Trump. arbitrary. Anyway, but go ahead. So uh, uh, you got to pick a male porn star. Uh, mm-hmm. And then one of them takes it in the keister on film, and the other one's a fluffer oh. for a year. Mm-hmm. These are very... But, but never makes it in front of the camera. Wait. Oh, oh, You have oh. to assign one to one One's job a fluffer, and, and the other one's in front of the camera. Yeah. I go fluffer. So who, I go I fluffer. I think there's one... I think he you wants to you to assign one to one. No, one, one, one of oh, your oh, children sorry. is... It? <laughs> I thought this was going to be easier. And by the way, you don't have to do this. 
Right. So I say this for Goldblum. I have to assign them to one's on camera. Right. And the other. Correct. The other. Strictly below the line. I probably put the girl on camera. Yeah. And the reason I do that is because I feel like half her graduating class is going to be on camera by the time they get. Now, it'll either be stuff that was sanctioned or stuff where the boyfriend just grabbed it on his iPhone and tossed it on the uh, ultra web. Either way, look at the Kardashians. They're going to turn into a billion dollar empire. There you go. The, 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 b- between Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian, the, the stigma is mm-hmm. gone, gone with that. I, it's still around. I don't know any guy version of the Kardashians. Nope. So, exist. Uh, so I'll go, I'll put her on camera and I'll have the boy, uh, go full, full. Mm-hmm. I'll tell him, you know what? I'll tell him to get, uh, the knee pads too, too much of a tell. But that gardening pad, mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. A, just, just a piece of foam little, you yeah. carry around. Well, the carpet guy, you know, if he's really into it, the carpet guy has that. Oh yeah, really yeah, nice yeah. People pad. think you're laying tile. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, there you go, Sean. Uh, now I know you love a good hypothetical. Your bar is if you can get someone to flip flop. Yes, that is so, that so, is my that's that's how you know it's a good hypothetical. That's my hypothetical of. It, it, you do it with girls. You go, would you Would you think of the most disgusting person you work with at the radio station? Done. Everyone hears. Oh, yeah, That's no. pretty Very quick, easy actually. on the eyes. All right. Quick. You think of that person. You go, you actually have sex with that person and nobody knows. Right. Not even that person when you're done. Oh, you so know. Just, right. You know. No harm, no foul. You had sex with the most disgusting right. guy at work. Yep. And you, you know this. He does not. And neither does anyone you work with. Or you don't have sex with them and everyone at work. Assumes you had sex with them. They know you had sex with them. You, that's it's it. A known you had, it's a known fact. And including him, not you. So every girl goes, I don't care. I, what's in my heart's in my heart. When I know and it's clean, I go, what about the Christmas party? You got to yeah. show up at the Christmas party. And eventually I'll get her to go, what position? <laughs> Can I drink? How long? And how long is this going to take? And I go, 10 minutes on your back. And I go, fine. Deal. Get, go get him. Lights off. By the way, I should actually have that guy. Herb, come in here. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> you won't remember. Get the chloroform. So if you can take a hypothetical and get someone to go A and then flip-flop to B, mm-hmm. that means it's a great yeah. hypothetical because yeah. that's the question. You want to split it right down the middle. So, Sean, get me to flop. Okay. So if the girl is in the movie, your guy friends might tend to watch it, whereas the boys in the movie with the male porn star – they might not watch it. Yeah, but it would follow him. And the I, I, I experimented with this with uh, a girlfriend once. Did you now? Many years ago. No. Easy shot. This information. Many girls have had a experience with another girl's camp, college, whatever. Go just on. whatever. Right. <laughs> and the boyfriend loves hearing the story about what happened in the upper bunk there or a college roommate or whatever it was. <clears throat> you then tell your girlfriend, I used to work with a guy, I used to do comedy with a big, heavy set Jewish guy named Mark Drotman. And I'd say to her, like everyone's, oh, we had a couple of drinks, so I blew Mark Drotman. And she'd go, oh, yuck. Like, stop <laughs> it. Stop saying that. Because it was funny that it was not it's not right, a two it not is hot. not a two-way street it's it's kind of a weird deal breaker i would say for 
maybe not in the future, but certainly in the past, it would freak out a lot of wives. They think you'd be going back. They don't think it's a one, one and done kind of thing. So it, it, it follows the dude around. Yeah. The flexibility. It, it, will, it, it will hurt exists. the relationship. I don't, you know, I, I think Kim and Kanye are fine. Right. Okay. I think, I think if Kanye was keistering Ray J. Mm-hmm. Kim, I'd raise an eyebrow. She would be, when he went out on tour with the fellas for a few months, she'd be wondering, she'd be wondering what's going on. Yeah. Sean? All right, I'll try harder next time. But not bad. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Jeff Goldblum is out there. We'll bring him in in one second. And good news about Blue Apron. Kickstart the new year with Blue Apron and Whole30. For eight weeks, ending February 26th, Blue Apron's teaming up with Whole30 to bring you delicious recipes. Mexican spice, barramundi. That's right. With avocado. Takarashi chicken, lettuce cups with avocado, and kale and sweet potato salad. Fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, step-by-step recipes, cooked in under 45 minutes, sent right to your door. 12 new recipes each week to pick from. It's healthy, it's fresh, it's straight to your door, and you get the satisfaction of putting it together yourself. I love Blue Apron. Every once in a while when I find something I love and it's exceptional, I uh, tell uh, Nanny Olga to slide that little that little uh, laminated picture and put it in the drawer and we'll steal it. We'll use it later. My listeners get their first three meals for free with their first order. So you can save 30 bucks. It's a $30 value. Visit blueapron.com slash Adam. Get their first, get your first, Three meals free with your first order at blueapron.com slash am. Let's eat healthy this year, man. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right. Jeff Goldblum will be in here in a second. We'll talk to him. Vinny, celebrity fitness trainer. You can listen to him on uh, the uh, his podcast on iTunes, the uh, Pure Vitamin Club. How do we get involved with that? Oh, that's uh, now. See, this is what should be delivered to your door, right? It, it is. Yeah, it's kind of like Gillette. Uh, it comes right to your door. You sign up, and um, every month they show up. Show up right to your door. Well, I got to. What do I? Magnesium stuff. I need magnesium. Yeah, Gary's on it. Uh, it's good oh, stuff. I got to get His going. His wife to be is on it. I got to get going myself. That is so cool. <laughs> and by the way, I, I had a lot of it around here, right, Gary? You know, I'm just going to have Andy send the subscription right to your house, and uh, it'll just keep showing up, and eventually you'll have to start taking it because it'll just keep showing up. All right, yeah. Well, now, well, especially with this magnesium thing. All right, we'll take a quick break. Jeff Goldblum in next. This week at AdamCarolla.com, take a knee with Adam Carolla and Alan Alda. You know, you know, something I found from improvising and from acting on the stage was that real listening, and just, just take this from the point of view of being an actor on the stage, and it's also true in improvising, real listening is being willing to be changed by the other person. Subscribe to Take a Knee with Adam Carolla for a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. And get unlimited access to Adam Carolla's archives. Sign up for Podcast One Premium. Use the Podcast One app or click the link at adamcarolla.com. Jeff Goldblum in studio. Sorry. 
Jeff Goldblum in studio. Arroyo Seco is playing this weekend. Yes, sir. We had the creators of uh, the Arroyo Seco uh, event in here. Um, wow, so that's glad, interesting. Glad Jeez. to keep talking about it. Yeah, me too. Well, you know more about it than I do then. I'm just kind of being uh, you know, pulled along on this uh, adventure. But I'd like to know more about it myself. So who 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 is this uh, well, we got Paul Tom. Toulette and yeah. Nick Adler. Yeah, and Lou Adler's kid. Oh who's my a, gosh! A name, if if you know who these people are, it's really? a, it's a, he's a, a promoter and a, a legendary. Own the, I don't know the Rossi, the whiskey. Well, what Lou, is Ad- Lou Adler. Lou, Lou Adler, sure. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah, I met Lou Adler at Keith Addis's house uh, recently when they did a. Um, uh, a, a Carol King when she came and sang for his charity Oceana, and Lou Adler was there. Yeah, he's one of those. He's oh, and of course, best known as a guy who sidekick Jack Nicholson basketball games. Yeah, Lakers. Your middle name, cooler. <laughs> yes, the guy who's always sitting next to Jack oh, really? is Lou Adler, I and I argue. That those guys, much like celebrity chefs getting laid more than celebrities, Mm -hmm. they're actually cooler than the celebrities because everyone's more fixated with how is that guy best friends with all of these dudes? And then he gets on the phone and he gets them all to the house and does the charity and does everything. I'm much... Much more obsessed with Lou Adler than I am with whoever the big celebrity is who's sitting yeah, sitting next to him. Lou That's Adler. With, what, Matt oh, look Damon at him. There, and oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. Look how cool he looks, actually. I recently whoever that is. fashioned I Sorry, my – I fashioned – I don't know who that is. I fashioned my um, wardrobe styling for this movie that I'm currently shooting with Jodie Foster and uh, Zach Quinto and Jenny Slate um, – on Lou Adler, because I play this Malibu billionaire <laughs> who's sort of an ex-hippie turned, you know, uh, capitalist. A good template to model one's yeah. look after. And you bring up Jodie Foster, and oh. I always bring up Jodie Foster. I've never Did met her. Know? I know nothing about her. And the reason I know nothing about her is because that's how she chooses to live her life. And it drives me nuts when celebrities do that. Hey, man, I'm trying to just get along here. And the paparazzi's popping out. And, well, don't go to Mr. Chow's <laughs> at 7 o'clock on Saturday mm-hmm. night. And you wouldn't run into whatever. And then I always go, yes. what does Jodie Foster do? Where yeah. is she? Why isn't she all over TMZ? She and actually it's keeps like, a low profile. She does what you claim you want, but I don't think you want it because you're standing in front of Mr. Chow's. That's correct. She I, you're lives in my language. She is a person who says it and then lives it. Yep. You're a person who says it and then you go to Mr. Chow's. So who you, when you're, you're pointing to not Brian, you, not, not me. you. I'm talking about the. I'm talking yes, about the I know, celebrities. are t- like I, t- I get bothered every time oh. I go. There's a way to avoid it. Do whatever Jodie Foster does. I've said I've the never same seen thing her many times myself, and mm-hmm. I know plenty of those types or a few of those types. So they'll remain nameless who pre- pretend. Yeah, they just pretend and they complain and they, you know, arrange, uh, you know, uh, attention getting situations for themselves, of course. And they uh, and then they, uh, uh, you know, posture like some kind of uh, as if it's glamorous. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Why won't they leave me alone? Right, yeah. Go to the Ivy for brunch and yeah. you can be left alone. It's stupid. They're stupid. The, 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 ra- <laughs> the rally is if, if you're as I thought about it because now when i go out to lunch with jimmy kimmel now he's jimmy kimmel mm-hmm. you know he's the guy yeah. who hosts the oscars it's, it's gonna attract yeah. a crowd yeah. au contraire just go to some little place in burbank or glendale go yeah. to the kebab place and uh, yeah. the armenian guy owns it nobody will say a that's, say a word. That's great. But having said that, it always makes me uncomfortable to jump on the side of, ooh, look at so-and-so. I don't like what they're doing because, you know, as you point 
the finger, how many are pointing back at you, of course. So as my third grade teacher well, said. Well, nine, because I'll use my other hand <laughs> yeah. point back at me as well. Oh, so I've got five on one hand and then four on the other. Well, literally. Or three well, or something. Well, I think six because yeah. Yeah, six. the thumb is not pointing not back, back at you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like anything I don't want to lose that's not a dick is my finger. Jeez. I know my grandfather used to tell me that. <laughs> anything, say it again. I don't, I, 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 if I don't want to lose it, I count as a finger. And okay. I don't want to lose a thumb. I see. So I count as a finger, but I don't want to be confused with my dick. It's been said many times. I see. That's said. In, in any case, I'm guilty. Having said that, what I was in the mm-hmm. middle of doing is trying to bust myself on I'm guilty of, you know, enjoyment from attention. You know, those buses, I, it's been told, those buses go by. Just yesterday, I was driving mm-hmm. to my gig at Rockwell, the jazz group, and a bus. You know, one of those now so ever-present buses from TMZ or one of the others, yeah. you know, Star go by. tour buses. Yeah. yeah, and I go by and I see the guy, you know, big shot with the microphone. Hey, right. and there's the da-da-da-da-da. Right. And I go, you're missing something. <laughs> I think they'd be very interested if they just turned to the right. And I sort of make myself a little bit available. It was pathetic. Last night, I kept trying, and I caught a couple of people's eye who were in the bus. Nothing. Nothing. No. Oh my God. Not interested. Didn't see anything. And then I was even kind of muttering a couple of things like, uh, <laughs> he was saying something like, oh, yeah, we have a lot of, Mar-. it was on Hollywood Boulevard. He was saying, oh, yeah, we have a lot of Marilyn Monroe's and this. And I go, hey, yeah, Mar- Marilyn, Marilyn. I rolled down the window. I started to mutter something. Couldn't get his attention. He starts mm. muttering like chaos theory. <laughs> yeah, lines exactly. the movies. And then just pathetically and glumly, <laughs> I drove on. Having had nothing, oh, nothing. I, aren't I stu- stupid? I'm the stupidest person in the world. Well, that's, that's my theory. I can say <laughs> from from experience, if if there's nobody around, then there's nothing, and that's fine. But if it's the thing where you're walking through LAX and they all go running to yes, mm, right. Let's say who 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 yeah. shall, shall we think? Okay, uh, Justine see. Bateman. Is in front of you. Oh, I love Justine Bateman. Wait <laughs> so a does the paparazzi. I work and with her. And they all go yeah. running for Justine, and you're walking yeah. like Now, look. Is she working as a sky I, cop? I know. We're all stupid. We're all a little bit stupid. And it's we, a bitter And we do pill. like a, hey, over here, how about that? But, huh. yeah, that's why I, I, see, <laughs> I know. See, the thing is, is I make fun of people who go to Mr. Chow mm-hmm. and go to the Ivy right. and do all that. But the reality is, is I'm scared that I would walk back and forth unscathed. That's my secret fear. So, we've so I gr- don't go thanks. for that reason. So we've learned a great lesson they today. Have. You know, we, we are, in fact, the problem of, of which we complain. And don't fly out of Chicago with Justine Bateman. That's really my takeaway. <laughs> That's the lesson. That's I love the lesson those Batemans. I, love, I worked with both of them. I worked with Justine in a uh, Ileana Douglas project. We love know, her. Uh, we love her to pieces. She could be my sister, we've always said, you know. Yeah, you got the eyes. <laughs> the eyes is and a, the hand movements. Exactly. And, uh, and of course, her brother. Boy, yeah. boy. I did that movie, The Switch, with him. I, he, was, he was delightful. I, delightful. I, he, I know he's a delight because I saw him at... Uh, Jimmy's softball game last weekend and I did something that I I think I like that I wish people would do because I think people are a little bit like leave him alone Uh he's trying to play softball Uh this kid or whatever but we were playing softball so I just walked up to him and I thought I think I'll find a movie like Bad Words and I'll tell him I really enjoyed that movie Mm -hmm. and I thought you were great and I thought the writing was really strong because I know no matter how big you get directing debut yeah no matter how whatever you get that always feels Mm -hmm. good especially when it's when it's your movie and he immediately he said thank you and then he went right to the little kid oh. in that movie, and he said, "Wasn't that kid great?" And I oh. said, "He was. He was. A, it was great in that movie." But Sweet. so were you. But I could tell he was a modest guy because he immediately deflected. Not surprising to the, to the co-star. He's yes. a sweet, sweet guy. I, I kept pestering him all during the shooting 
of the switch because I'd seen every episode of Arrested Development. Mm. Ah, so I asked him about every you know episode, and he, he was delightful. Was Do he you. willing to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, every so, little question so, I had. So yeah. speaking of uh, talking about stuff, Jurassic yeah. World yes. two. Well, now the they've five yeah, overall t- today. I saw probably just when you saw it. They've released as of today the n- the name the have heretofore secret name. It's Jurassic World. Let me see. Hidden work. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. No, fallen world. Wait a minute. Jill- well, Jurassic- fallen kingdom. Fallen oh, so kingdom. There we go. What a yeah. tease. <laughs> fallen kingdom. And you're well, back. It sticks in your mind as soon as you hear it. You can't forget it. You can't it. forget it. I couldn't bring it up. <laughs> it by etched I'm, into your brain. I'm sure by, by the time I say it 800 million more times, it'll get Jeff's, stick. Uh, fallen Tagline is uh, on the poster, and it's Jeff's, uh, Jeff's line, famous line, which yeah. is, life finds a way. Dr. Ian Malcolm from that first movie was a legendary point shitter. Because remember, everyone's like, oh, we're going to make millions, billions of dollars off this park. Nothing go wrong. And he was like, something's going to go wrong. What do you mean something's going to go wrong? Life finds a way. And yeah. The chaos there. And what did you he call didn't me? Have, he a didn't point, have an answer. A what? A point? I'm, I'm known on the show for crapping on a point here and there. I don't make a point. I will give a mm-hmm. counterpoint that makes almost no sense. I never but, heard uh, that you were, expression. That's good. Your yeah. character was one of the original. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't know. Something's going to go wrong, guys. Something's oh, going to go wrong. You thought PS stood for I got more to write? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not postscript, my friend. Huh? How about that? Since when? has that been did you coin that are you guys uh... I, I feel like i tracked it and oh, i coined he, he's it observed hey, it. congratulations so uh where did you shoot are you shot out are you done i'm shot out as of a week ago i went to london oh you're shooting in london is yeah. there a big huge sound stage there that's right yeah, well you know uh what, what what's the stage called where they shoot all those yes pinewood. 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 pinewood pinewood that's where we shot Pinewood, all the Bond. There's a Bond stage. I was so thrilled to see it. And I posted a little picture on Instagram because on the way out, I took a picture of myself in front of the statue that odd job in Goldfinger ah, cut, the head off. cut the head off. Because yeah. I stayed at this. I was staying like for a week at this hotel and the main kind of place was kind of a clubhouse in front of a golf course. Mm-hmm. And I went, that looks familiar. And then I asked somebody. They said, oh, yes, it's still the same. Oh, we're and looking was, at it now. Yeah, There it is. That's Odd that job statue. Had a, had a derby, a derby of <laughs> death. Oh, a derby with a, with a metal yeah. thing around that. He, so... Um, so yeah. So anyway, what were we talking yeah, about? Wait, now were the yeah, I'm shut up. Were I they went, fought, yeah. wait, were filmed in like Kauai or something? Where where is the non stage stuff? So J. A. Bayona, who directed uh, the Impossible, that movie with a tsunami. I love that movie. Yes, me too. It's a Naomi really good Watts. Movie. I love mm-hmm. it. Anything. Mm-hmm. And then that when a monster calls, mm-hmm. he did recently. Anyway, he is a wonderful guy, friend of Fernando Trueba, both Spanish directors. Anyway, he was shooting it, and beca- I don't know why. Maybe that's the reason because he's European. They shot the whole damn thing in london on this soundstage it's very impressive big you can imagine what they built there but then the day after i finished i finished the last day of shooting there they went to hawaii to spend four more weeks but i think they went to oahu mm-hmm. uh we had gone in the number one and number two jurassic parks to um Kauai for two weeks at a time and it was during that first one where that hurricane hit and almost wiped us all out. Sadly, killed four, four people, but we we made it out. I'm yeah. looking here, and it says yeah. you're in Annie Hall, but I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Who was the guy? You, you don't remember? remember? He had the to... famous line. I'll, I'll yes. let you do it, but he was the guy at the party. Yeah, we'll do it together. Do you know it, Gina? I, I'm afraid I'll mess it up. So you, well, you do all it. know the line. Yeah. But you may have forgotten it was a young Jeff Goldblum. Let's do it, Brian. You do it. Oh, one, gosh, it was, one, oh, two, three. Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. 
I lied for chakras. My, no, I forgot no. my mantra. I forgot my it. mantra. Oh, forgot yeah. my, uh, hello, I've forgotten my mantra. Boy, that was it. How about that Woody Allen? What a lucky thing to even have met him or been in any movie. I, you know, our jazz group uh, to which I alluded and who's we're playing at this Arroyo Sego, I, we played at the Carlisle Hotel for a week, like a year or so ago, mm-hmm. where Woody Allen plays. And the day before we started our week, he had his nightly Monday night. I sat at the front in the front row, and he said, hey, come on up and join us, sit in for a couple of numbers. You're playing the piano. I played the piano. It was a thrill of a lifetime. I, I must say, playing the jazz piano and or the jazz guitar, I'm, in terms of, I, I when I see... I, it's interesting because you see people do stuff in life, like guys that are really fast swimmers, Phelps, fast swimmer. I'm not jealous. I just go, it sounds like a whole bunch of time with an infected ear and not communicating with people and like working your ass off. And then really, what, what do you got at the end of the day? Because we found out he could swim at like 5.6 yeah, miles an hour or something. Six, yeah. So I could, I brisk walk. If I was outside <laughs> the pool, I'd be faster than you. If I just, I hurried like uh, with a little purpose. If I walk with just a little purpose. Like not quite a, a jog. Let's say there was a vending machine just full of stuff that I really wanted on the other side of the pool. Yeah. I could get out of the pool and walk next to you and yeah. just sort of keep up with if you. If it was a yesteryear in evolution and we were all still in the water, that would be one thing. But since right. salamander days, yeah, we're just going to fight the squid, it's, Phelps, <laughs> and then the you'll get deal? laid. But yeah. this is just you going back and forth. Yeah, so yeah. fine. Although it's a great accomplishment, it's you great, might say. but yeah, I'm not yeah. interested. Okay. Playing the jazz piano, yeah, really? I love it. Yeah. I, I, I. It's like you. You spoke of James Bond. It is that thing. Where it's like we all have this fantasy of showing up at the party and the Steinways over there, and you know, somebody you can't do it yourself, but someone's got to go. Oh, oh, come on, come on, and you, oh, I don't know. I'll just I'm tickle really the ivories a little. It's right up there with like you being with a hot chick you just met, and somebody comes out and breaks out into a foreign language, and you you're you're able you to reply, answer yeah, back. Yeah. You're, you're able to reply. It's that kind of fantasy. It would never happen, but that's a fantasy. I agree entirely. It still strikes me. You know, last night we played a gig and. You know, I always feel like, oh, they all laughed when he sat down to play the piano. And then, oh, look, he's playing the piano. I'm sort of impressed with myself as I play it. Although, once you get into it, and I play with great guys, uh, you start listening to not only them, but other piano players. And you go, geez, as long as I live, I'm not going to play like that. You but know? but let's, not, let's not be modest. Let's rank ourselves. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. I'm a zero. <laughs> Phelps is a ten. Where are you? No. What, no, but you're you're good enough. Like I think we can. We all have things that we do. Uh, I race cars. I, I think I can objectively kind of say I'm about this good. I'm not that good, but I'm better than than that. And you made but, that documentary about Paul Newman. Yes, yes, I did. How about that? Congratulations. That must have been. But let's not get waylaid there. But put a bookmark in there because I want to talk about that and many other things. But that's fascinating to I'll me. And Paul Newman it. is fascinating. I want I'll to hear tell all about, all about it. But yeah. first. But you any, tell me. But anyway, jazz piano. How, where do I rank? Yeah, I mean, you'd go like I'm. I'm a professional. Like I'm as you know. I'm not going to be the best, uh, but I'm. I'm. I'm a seven well, or whatever. They it is. give me cash for it. Uh, you know, after I play, and so I guess that means I'm a professional. I play with other guys who are actual professionals. But I'd suppose if I wasn't. It's known for movie parts. It's like those people who go, oh, hey, I'm having an art show, but yeah, you're George right. Bush or, mm-hmm. well, you know, right. right? So, so how's your painting really? But having said that, I'm okay. I, here's, here's what. what? Here, I don't know how I, I compare with other I people. I can figure I, it out. I try not to do that, but I tell you this, I, I love it. 
Uh, I love it. And it changes my life, not only being able to play for people or to impress myself, but more to share with people that. And, uh, and I sit down by myself every single day of life and play. Even if I'm on the road, having talked about London, I went and found their piano in that hotel. Every single day. And I figure, yeah, every single day. And I play for a while, and it changes my day. I, it's I, just I, a great thing to do. I, I, that's the other part that makes me insanely jealous. I feel like it's got to be amazingly therapeutic yeah, to sure. do that for... Yeah. And, well, and amazingly, which, everything. Your mom was a, was a therapist, was a psychologist. My dad was. Which, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I got it wrong. That's all right. Your mom was... My what? grandmother was. Yeah, oh. but we couldn't and, play the piano. And but look at you now, <laughs> s- s- carrying on the human understanding, yeah. right? cutting uh, to the core. Uh, yeah, really yes. runs the family. I'm, I'm interested in it, and I and that's probably the only only the only traits <laughs> we share are the the quest yeah. for how humans were designed and how oh. they work and how they function. Me too. Me me. I me, love it. Me, I did love you it. go to therapy? I, Have you ever been to therapy oh, yourself? Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting. Me, me too. I'm, 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 the thing that's most interesting to me is how most people aren't interested in the subject of human beings, which is a weird one because I feel like, you know, how many people take Taekwondo, Judo, or play the saxophone, or learn a second language, or any, any of these things that have no interest in what motivates human beings? Yes. I feel like that should be number one, number two, number three. Oop, I just got my pen. I got so excited, I launched my pen. Sorry, Gina. That was I amazing. Moved my hand and it was like the magic. Mic. You were like David Copperfield. If for I could a do second. that, it flew out consistently. Your I'd be, I would be in Vegas right now, or at least Reno, Boy. or Sparks. I'd probably in Sparks. <laughs> but the point is that hey, you know who David hmm. Copperfield looks exactly like? Hmm. I was just watching another documentary as I was, you know, finding yours and many others. F- Philip Roth. Young, I saw a documentary on Philip <gasps> Roth, and I went, young Philip Roth. I'd never seen a picture of him. Looks just like, looks like he could be Saying, I don't know who he is. Copperfield. But here's what I got. Mm. Oh, I do, I do what, the, what dumb people do, which is I don't know that name, but I know Eli Roth. Uh. I know Philip Morris. <laughs> so this guy makes cigarettes and slasher movies, and that's how my brain that's works. How works. So that's well, all that's I got. Older. That's the uh, one we know. But if you look okay. up like 18-year-old, if you can find it, Philip Roth, he looks like, uh, like David Copperfield. Anyway, I digressed again. <laughs> yeah. I got you off. I, I, I detoured you I, from something you were talking about, which was fascinating, which I'm not I, I was. I, yeah, I will uh, we'll talk Paul Newman, Wait, but we'll talk yes. about... Your bandmates are all professional season musicians. They certainly are. And whether it's basketball or playing jazz piano, if you are keeping up with those musicians, then you are at a certain level, and that level's professional player. Well, I play every day, and I had a flair for it early on. You know, I'm okay. I, I, I like to play. Yeah, I'm You're okay. Good. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I like to play. You know, speaking of the band members, I'd be remiss if I didn't say James King, who plays with Fitz and the Tantrums. Love those guys. Also on, he's the saxophone player. He's fantastic. Colin Kupka, fantastic Fitz saxophone player. Fitz and the Tantrums player. are great folks. They played a charity event I did once. Really? And, uh, okay. We did. I was, I, my wife threw in a charity event. They came down and played. They were Natalia, great. Natalia Paradise. No, <laughs> Natasha. What's, You're getting close. So, Natalia. So, Natalia. And then Paradise. That's, is her, my, la- that's my wife's maiden name. Oh. It's really Paradiso. Well, of course, she's, of course she's Mrs. Mrs. Corolla now. Yeah. But mm. Paradiso, really? Yeah, it's a great name. Isn't it's it? a, I wish I were Paradiso. <laughs> Don't we all? Hey, you bring your wallet? I work this out. <laughs> what, right. Really? I pay you to change my name? Kenny Elliott is our drummer. He played with, oh, we were talking last night. I'd never known he'd played with uh, Aretha Franklin. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, 
Tim Emmons, our bass player, John Story, New West Guitar Group, he's fantastic, and John Mastro is our is our master director. I don't know. I never know what we're going to do, and he kind of surprises me with the whole set list and what I'm going to talk about. I just go on the adventure. John well, Mastro. I'll tell you, that yeah. is uh, Arroyo Seco. That is, uh, that's this weekend, right? It yeah. is Saturday, 4 to 5. We'll be in that tent, wherever it is. And uh, It's Brookside. It's the golf club at yeah. the Rose Bowl, right next to Dr. Yeah. Drew's house. What yeah. does Arroyo Seco mean? I just learned the other, the other day. Because I don't speak... Something River? Yes. Uh, Arroyo is River, who's the name of my second now-born son, two months old. We Arroyo. had Merci beaucoup. Dry had... stream. So says, uh, so says, I'm oh. thinking of Laguna Seca. Dirt Patch. That's not Seco. No. Um, dirt Patch. I wish my name were Dirt, dirt Patch. <laughs> What's it mean? It means a dry, dry. Seco is dry, I believe. Oh, yeah. in okay. Dry, dry river. Oh, dry. used to be a river. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Paul <laughs> Newman. Yes, sir. Boy, great. Watch that doc. Yeah. Because you're an interested person. Yes, I am. And uh, you said, oh, here's a documentary. It drives me nuts when people pick their documentaries on the subject. Just watch good documentaries and learn something. Why are you picking? And people go, I'm not really a car guy, yeah. but I watch a doc and I loved it. You know, And I go, you don't have to be a car guy. It's a story about a guy. Right. He's into cars. You don't have to be into cars. Right. I love documentaries, too. Yeah, me too. I just, in this last week, I, I you know took up my treadmill time by watching... Um, what, 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 wait a minute, I wrote, it, I wrote it down, and I could remember it. Oh, so the Philip Roth documentary, you know, he's, he's a writer. He wrote uh, Portnoy's Complaint, mm-hmm. which I'm sure could, might interest you, sure. and many other delicious, delicious, uh, deep <laughs> books. And then, Los, listen to this, you should see this, and I recommend all your listeners, and you two guys too, uh, Los Angeles Plays Itself. You ever hear of that? Uh, yes, no. yes. Brian's I've been meaning to buff. see this, yeah. Oh, boy, it's, it's a wonderful documentary about Isn't movies. Isn't it really long? It, well, I mean, it's I'm, like I'm just, yes, it is. It's two like two over two hours, and then there's another version I just heard of that's like four hours long oh, that I'm, I'm trying to get because I just can't get enough of it. It's movies located set in Los Angeles, and it's this guy's you know story and his his little tour through those movies and the clips. You never see him, but his sort of disgruntled. Um, uh, so uh, like Chinatown and yes, that kind of stuff. and other things that you've never heard of, but how Los Angeles, in his view, is misportrayed. And then he gives you the real history of Los Angeles, which is dark and tangled and interesting, and it gets into stuff like that. But I, it's, it's very good. I like that. Right. So I saw that again, a Berg, an Ingmar Bergman documentary that I saw, and then a Kazan, Ilya Kazan documentary uh, that uh, Scorsese, uh, where Scorsese talks about him. There's anyway. so much good product out there. All I right, know. so we should all go to, um, I don't know iTunes or Amazon. That changed my life, being it. able to click, 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 but gank, 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 gank. You know, I used to go to a video store and go, well, for the week, I'll pick one or two. I don't know. Yeah, and, and that was just to pad the porn. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, Throw them off the right. scent. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you're buying, you're going for the fun-size, king-size Snickers bar, but you have to buy some eggs and a quart of milk just to kind yeah. of pad it out. Otherwise, you're a desperate person. When oh, Jeff boy. would go in and rent the porn, you have to pad it out with a couple of heady docks. Yeah. You know yeah. How yeah, much yeah, yeah. of our lives is spent trying to mask our true nature? <laughs> oh, boy, God. that's right up our alley. Okay. Yes, it is. Do, yeah. do, a, do a read, and I'm going to hit with Jeff with my two favorite Jeff Goldblum movies that are a little underrated. Oh, so they, maybe maybe don't come up as often as you know the Independence Days of the world. L A plays itself as yeah. on Los, iTunes. Los Angeles plays itself. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, this is, says L A, but maybe that's Gary writing. It's ninety five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm, Gary, remind me. I'll check that out. Hello, Geico man. You've heard me tell you about this before. 
A lot of you got car insurance. You could save some money. Now, you have to have car insurance, but do you have to pay a premium for it? Why don't you uh, check it out? Find out how much you could save. Go to Geico.com. In 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on your auto insurance. Where? At Geico.com. Geico.com. Spend a couple minutes on your computer. Find out how much you could be saving at Geico.com. All right, Brian, go ahead. I really enjoy your performance and Igby Goes Down. I'm not Thank quite sure so how many much. people bring that up to you, but it's Thank really you. excellent. Yeah, you ever see that, you guys, Gina? It's a bit of an under, oh, under, under-the-radar movie. Burst sure. Year's I, director wrote and directed that. He used to be in my acting class, and it's got a great cast, Susan Sarandon and uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. And, uh, I definitely uh, know what it Pete's is. Pete's in it. Uh, oh, Rory Culkin. Amanda Pete, Rory Culkin, that's right. It's oh, a good movie. And another one. That Claire Danes, Claire Danes. I don't know how often, I imagine when people come up to I thought of this when you were talking about not being recognized by the bus. When people come up to you, there must be a lot of Jurassic Park, a lot of Independence Day, yeah, those types yeah. of movies. I love The Fly. It's one of my favorite oh, movies. And it was you. the best example I've ever seen of that kind of horror, grotesque movie. But so much so much going on. So many layers. Yeah. Really well done. Well, that's David Cronenberg. He's a smart, interesting, great movie. Deep, well, it, uh, it, it, that movie mm. proves that you, you can be in this genre and still have a lot of heart yes. and yeah. story and humor and pathos smart. and everything else in be in this and genre dark and thriller yeah that, that. that's because that's the mistake i feel like they go okay we're gonna make this kind of movie so forget it with all yeah. this and it's like oh no double down on the humor and, and the yeah. pathos and everything else and keep it mm-hmm. yeah. keep it in this sci-fi genre or whatever yeah. horror sci-fi whatever thriller, horror, thriller yeah. whatever but people have done that you know it used to be b movies only b movies and outer space things but then of course 2001 you know elevates it mm-hmm. to uh, like what you're talking about and we were talking about chinatown speaking of which roman polanski how about rosemary baby yeah you know it's a movie about a devil and da 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 da, da. but boy not more, campy no a more interesting so sophisticated I, movie you'll, you'll never I've find i've not seen Ig- igby goes down mm-hmm. but, I, but radar, i've seen sure. independence yeah. day 189 <laughs> times oh, so i, I feel like i've made sorry, i feel like i've made up for it <laughs> oh yeah and bill pullman right yes yeah, bill pullman. there you go He's you got the whole cast that's right all right paul newman <laughs> paul newman what's your favorite paul newman Movie. Movie. Oh, I like Roll the Hustler. The oh, movie. I love The Hustler. Have you seen The Hustler, Jim? I have. I've only seen it once. The, origi- the original one, not, of course, the sequel, Color of Money. Cool oh, everyone's Hand. seen Color of cool Money. Hand Luke really? That's my favorite. I love Cool Hand Luke. Oh, Lalo Schifrin, that, that uh, theme is beautiful, beautiful. And, of course, who's, who, who won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in that movie? Was it the big guy? Yes. George Kennedy. George Kennedy. George Kennedy. Boss man or whatever. Big boss man. No, no. He was not the boss man. Oh, he wasn't. No, that was was Struther Martin. Struther Martin. No, he was one of the guys on the, on the thing. Oh, keep, keep uh, washing that car, lady. Oh, Oh, that's a good scene. Oh, that's a good scene. And he becomes kind of the, you know, Lenny and, uh, you know, to, to Paul Newman's character. Oh, he's, he's, he's so sweet. And of course he appears in an Adam, in a um, Albert Brooks movie. Yes, as himself. Sound editor. Uh, they're one? doing sound editing. That's modern right. problems. Modern uh, times. Modern romance. Romance. Damn it. Uh, one's a Chevy Chase movie. <laughs> I've got too many movies in my modern head. Modern times. Yeah, uh, you know, Chaplin, the, of course. The reason, yeah. the reason I know the that movie where where Kennedy is acting and they're trying to foley him running in the spaceship and everything, and I and it's a great. All Albert Brooks movies are great. That's a yes. that's a really good movie. Defending Your Life is a great oh, movie. Great. Lost in America is a great movie. Great. I I remember I did a movie called The Hammer. It's an independent film. You haven't seen it, but I'll get you a copy of and it. And Real Life, of course. Don't forget his first movie, yeah, Real, Real Life. Life. Yeah, those so four. We were sitting. 
me and Kevin Hench, the guy who made the movie, were sitting in the sound Foley guy's room for a long period of time. He was a young guy, and we eventually we had to bring up the Albert Brooks movie, Modern uh, Romance. Oh, and <laughs> I'm all over the place. Modern Romance. And we go, you must have seen this. And he's like, no, I've not seen it. And we're like, it's the only movie that's ever featured your job in it like that's that right. was, well, and that guy was a real you know foley guy who worked it that's, that's the real guy here's how you crap on a point blowout by brian de palma ah uh, with john travolta. travolta that's right yeah but he, he well, did it at the beginning thing. and then he was like yes, on the run for the rest like of the time or yeah. this company. guy was him going into the bay <laughs> ever the whole movie was albert brooks like just showing up into the into the bay and yeah, i'm like you, how come no one spread this in your little circles of and holy he guys and bruno kirby my friend who sadly is no oh, longer yeah. With, yeah. with us are are doing it together doing the follow he's get, asks, asks the guy how much you think that uh that way what do you think they're running are i don't know space carpet <laughs> okay come on, how much you think that weighs i don't know they're in space maybe it doesn't weigh anything okay Okay, never mind. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's just do it. They go. They go. Uh, uh. He goes. What is that? No, wait a minute. That's Hulk. That's Hulk. That's not Hulk running. That's Hulk. Uh, uh. Okay, let's foliate ourselves. They go, chase me. Chase me around the thing. Chase me. Chase me. We got it. We did it. Let's hear it back. Yeah, that's it. They say, "What do you think of it?" He says, "I think you just saved the picture." <laughs> I, love, I love that. Oh he, yeah, that's great. He always he'd always put those uh, glib guys in. It was always. Hmm. Uh, but again, I like I like that movie. Uh, but defending your life, I love defending your life. So we got. Remember how we got to this uh, uh, road through Paul Newman and George, George Kennedy. Kennedy. George Kennedy who tells that story, or George Kennedy in the movie within the movie, directed by Mister Brooks. You know, right? Uh, who plays himself? Um, says you're acting like a bunch of little weasels. You're right. You know nothing. <laughs> Kennedy is <laughs> great. Maybe his greatest role is the. Uh, the cop who liked to have a few pops in Earthquake. Oh, oh my yes. God, that's him. And, of course, I'm forgetting, I, when I first came to Los Angeles in the mid-'70s, long before you were born, Gina, <laughs> grad, um, I did a, I played a part on Blue, Blue Night. That was which his was George series. Kennedy's wow. series. And the, How about that? His shtick, and they never let you do this anymore. The Blue Night, <gasps> which was Kennedy's cop mm. series i feel like it came off of earthquake it's like oh you still got the outfit from earthquake yeah i do all right we're doing a series. Uh, yeah dukes of hazards getting a getting a 50 share so who cares we'll do what we want or that wasn't on you but the point is this his his name was like bumper or something like that it had a cop name it had like a nickname and his stick was what he did with the nightstick he would walk his beat and he'd take he'd have the nightstick out and he'd have like the leather handle on it, and he'd be swirling around. Gary, you gotta find Blue Knight. Oh yeah, there it is. Look, look, the Blue Knight. Right. Is his name like Bumper George or something? Like I think we had a name like Bumper or something. Based on by Joe And the the deal was the beginning of it. He'd be walking the beat, and he'd have the nightstick out, and he'd be doing a kind of baton move Officer with Sir Bumper Morgan. Ooh, Bumper Morgan. Hey, good call. Good memory. Yeah, ask Bumper. me who the vice president is. <laughs> oh. I don't know. What's his nose? I don't know. Oh. Bumper. His oh. name is Bumper. Yeah. And he did the thing. And he, but imagine a cop today walking around <laughs> with the nightstick yeah. out, just swinging well, it around. That was their thing. That was like, you know, the good guys, you know, flipping the coin. Remember on Top Cat, 
didn't Officer Dibble, you know, <laughs> didn't he have that kind of, you know, he was always waving his stick around. <laughs> hey, Top Cat. Yeah, that was, did, that so did was this Top follow Cat. him? Because I remember him most well, of the Hold on. Thing. Remember on Clutch Cargo? <laughs> we got to alienate the entire listening audience. So some people listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah, that's right. More modern references. I get it. Oh, well, yeah. I'll try and help because the first thing that I Bring think of him back, in is Naked know. Gun. That's where I know him from, too. Yeah, Naked Gun. Naked I, that was kind of a post. Like, it was, I that was. Because he was all the right, cops in the exactly. previous, yeah, yeah, previous yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. All right. But, anyway, if you yeah. want to uh, check out Winning the Racing Life <laughs> of Paul Newman, <laughs> yes. you can uh, get it on iTunes or chassis.com or whatever. What a guy. Hustler. Oh, I'll tell you, everyone should have the experience of doing a documentary because you really get into the life of mm. that other person. You know, mm. you get into really what they were about. He was about cars and racing. That's really what he was about. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? I met him once. I shook his hand just briefly because I was involved with the, it was called uh, Lionsgate uh, Studios, which was Robert Altman's uh, place in Westwood. And I did a movie. He brought me out here in 73 to do California Split, a movie I recommend. And then we did Nashville, also I recommend later that summer. And he had just done... Uh, Buffalo Bill and the Indians with Paul Newman, mm-hmm. and they were close-ish. And he'd done another movie in Canada called Five that my friend Tom Pearson did the music for. But anyway, so Paul was hanging around because people did. In in uh, he had parties. Robert Altman kind of would have a party around him all the time. And Paul Newman was there, and I said, "Hello, Mister Paul Newman. Can you imagine?" No, I, I nothing can't. more interesting than that story, but well, you know, no, I, it's, it's, I just remembered it. I, you know, the the first question everyone asks me is, "I have his race cars, and I made the movie." And everyone says, "Do you read Paul Newman?" I go, "No, I have not," which uh, I don't like, but I feel like I know him really well through Definitely. going through all the archival stuff. Oh, this is him at the beginning. Uh, it's George Kennedy there. <laughs> Doing a little twirl. <laughs> I told you that was his thing. We have no yeah. information, and his wow. name is Bumper. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, threatening, right. threatening anybody with that stick. No, that's not cool these days. Get out of the way. I'll hit, uh, I will tell I'll you my. I'll tell you one of my favorite Simpson jokes that uh, mm. Brian probably knows the punchline to. Because I've said it. We'll it's been a while. Well, you should know it based on that okay. clip. But I'll tell you one of my favorite Simpson jokes, and I have a lot of them. But I don't know why this one always jumped out at me. Is uh, um, <laughs> I think Bart was said to the cop. He said uh, one of the cops. I don't know if it's Wiggerman or not. He said. Hey, uh, hey, can I uh, play with your club? He's on the night shake. He said, uh, son, we don't call it a club. We call it a baton. I said, oh, all right. What do you do with it? Club people. It It's a perfect joke because it, it's, uh, it's perfect. Because the cops used to call it a billy club and someone went, no, no, call it a baton. Right. But they still use it to club, club. people. Like, and it's, it was as if we're going to cure the problem because the thing that we'll they're the, be, yeah, nomenclature. beating Rodney King with is called a baton. Sure. <laughs> it's actually a little humiliating to the guy with the <laughs> yeah. broken bone. It's a real, yeah. Had to run yeah. him with a baton. Oh, the wound. Yeah. Pretty tough majorette, huh? Uh, he yeah. batoned me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll, I'll t- here's a, here's a uh, movie a trivia thing. So look at Gina's nail polish gina mm-hmm. grant's nail polish oh, look at the she color. has hands oh, thank you <laughs> look at the color of it the, down that the fetching color of it uh-huh. what color would you call that i'd, I'd say call it a fleshy flesh tone yeah, what what character in what movie wore that same color <laughs> wow. this, is this is for a million dollars you'll never get it uh, on their fingers 
What? What? On their fingers, not toes. I'm assuming. Uh, okay, I, Brian, I never is that going to help toes. you? The toes were not visible in that movie, as far as I remember. No, mm-hmm. and it's a movie from. Uh, it could have been the '70s. You know nothing. Could have been the. Se- <laughs> hey, that's right. That's now good. this is good pot. It's, it, it, this is very good pot. The '60s. Okay. <laughs> Faye Dunaway. You know nothing. What movie? You know Ooh. nothing. You're yeah. acting like a bunch of little weasels. Do you F- love Faye, Faye Dunaway. Well, Bonnie and Clyde. Not mommy. No. Dearest. Thomas Crown Affair with Steve oh, McQueen. Oh, also a racing, driving. also a driver. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well yeah. Done. yeah. The king of cool. This That's has been trivia name. time with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you like how I took you there? No. That was wow. Awesome. You should be hosting a game show. I know you're. You never stop working. Ooh, doing yeah. theatrical stuff. But yeah. now that everyone's just toggling back and forth, you got Baldwin, you know, yeah. they're backing up the Brinks truck but and they're paying Baldwin. Why aren't you hosting one of those fun I, night out? Yeah, I got a title. You know nothing. <laughs> you know and, it's, nothing. and it's just stuff off the top of your head. Yeah. Hey, so you know nothing is the, ti- is the title? Welcome are you too? Are you, know you controlling those? Yes. You push those buttons. Yes, I am. You know nothing. Yeah, you know nothing. That's good. Hey, that's a good title. Yeah. I'm in, I, yeah, uh, you find guys, you have you, you make sure all 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 the contestants are in their mid to early 20s. <laughs> and then you make references about obscure movies. Yes. Hannah Shagula starred in what movie? Right. In night one, oh, it was Hungarian. It. it was Hungarian, but it was subtitled 1949 Hannah Shagula movie. Go. And that's his catchphrase when they don't yeah. know. It's like, oh, exactly. I, uh, uh, who's you know it? nothing. You know nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Exactly. <laughs> right. I like it. That's a winner. Once You're again, we ended a dead heat. Zero to zero. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why. And then the audience says, that's why you got to play. You, you know. know. Nothing. That's a winner. That's a billion dollar idea. That's a winner idea. You know nothing. But I have had the uh, honor of seeing Jeff on stage before. Oh, really? It was incredible. We spoke about it for a minute. And we do like to play games, yeah. Yeah. We have some quizzes. Uh, There's a great... Hey, by the way, we're mixing this up a little bit. I know. Who's tired of New Bottle Blonde? Really? Come on. I'm the only one with a hand up. Probably because that beer's weighing it down. Hey, you guys remember uh, Jurassic Park? Well, yeah, we didn't see it, but you remember it. I said, do you remember Jurassic Let's not get caught up in semantics. Jeff Goldblum, come to the stage seven, Jeff. Quit screen, rock the lid. Let's not be happy and drop them chappy. All right. What the was that? That's the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, that's a strip. That stripper. What stripper talk? What? uh, That's DJ to strip club. What? Where'd you see Jeff on stage? He did a great play called Seminar at the uh, Almondson Theater. And you you know the biggest compliment I think you can give, and I think Brian, we've talked about this in movies before. When you know you're going to see Jeff Goldblum, and a friend of mine was in it with him, who I was so proud of, Um, but. After a little bit, you forget you're watching Jeff Goldblum, which is such a huge compliment because you're so enwrapped with what the character's doing that you're not watching you, you're watching your work. Oh, thank you. It was really wonderful. Thank you. As a play, I feel like a play is such a major time suck, right? You know I mean, you just have to. You got to do it for the art, right? It's yes. not the money and it's not anything other yes. than it's, yeah. it's, you have well, to memorize, you know, 100 pages of dialogue. I mean, it's yes. just tough, yes. right? And then show up eight times a yeah. week and, mm. and do it again and again. Uh, but that's, I never got into this whole thing other than any, any reason other than for the love of it. I wasn't interested in making money or have, getting famous, really. Have you had a period that was, could be called downtime or dormant or anything in the last 25 or 30 years? Believe it or not. You know, months here or there, but believe it or not, no. no. And it's sort of, no, I, I believe off. it. The reason I'm, yeah. I'm saying it, because you, I, yeah. I, 
I, I know you're not going to say I, I took seven years off in the l- later 90s, early 2000, went to a shame spiral, <laughs> and I tried to fix it with cocaine. Like, I know you're not going to say that because yeah. I can't think of a – you know, I'm looking down at, like, the big chill and Jurassic Park yeah. and stuff like that, a fly from 86, mm-hmm. for instance. I can't think of a time, when... a time off in I'm that I'm lucky. Period. I'm very grateful. I'm very gr- grateful. It just uh, you know I, I kept, well, yeah. kept doing, it. and it started out kind of miraculously. As soon as I, I never had another job, as soon as I, I I got my first audition that I ever auditioned for, and even before that, somebody kind of asked me to be in a movie before I did anything about it, and so it kind of happened like that miraculously. And s- small things, so I could learn as I went on. I studied with this guy Sandy Meisner, who said it takes twenty years to be an actor anyway. So I was on a kind of uh, maybe it's my that vision that he implanted in me somehow that I was on a long. Right, you know, trajectory. trajectory anyway, in order to just try to get better. And then once 20 years goes by, then it's a life, further lifelong a process of, of graduate work and still getting better. And so, Young Hopefuls, this is how it works. You immediately yeah. get your first audition. You never stop working. Well, yeah. No, I, no, no, Paul Newman brings you out, right? <laughs> yep. How old were lucky. you when you got, well, let's say, should, uh, like Annie Hall? You must have been very young. Annie Hall? Yeah, that was 75-ish. I was born in 52, so I'm 23. That's right. Yeah, I did the first movie in, in 73, right? It's Death Wish, 73. Oh, Death Wish. Charles yeah. Bronson. Charles speaking Bronson. Of, uh, speaking of The Simpsons, it just came back to me that Jeff was Troy McClure's agent, That's who, who got him married That's to Patty and or Selma, whoever it was. But uh, he's, like, he's like, all the big stars are having kids now. That's right. I was encouraging, because he had had a scandal with a fish. Yep. He'd done something sexual with a fish, and I said, this is good. Very good for you. You're going <laughs> she's like, are you gay? He's like, no, I'm something else. <laughs> There's like no sexual, no sexual proclivity whatsoever. Yeah. I forgot, or I or was thinking about it, where he, I, I don't know why, I always cite it when we were doing Crank Yankers. We had a lot of really funny calls, but Jeff was always my favorite premise, and he was great at it, which is he was the lawyer who represented all the people who crank yankers had called in season one and they were getting a class action lawsuit together for season two. And the answer from everyone was, I'm not going to get burned again. And cause I know this is a prank call. And then Jeff would say, there's a lot of money you're leaving on the table. And they'd kind of sit there for a minute and he'd say like, when the phone rings, you ever feel shortness of breath or palpitations? I go, Sometimes, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, having trouble sleeping because of the crank anchor situation, and they were, they were, they were. Now just give me a look. Like I kind of remember this. I, I, you know, I, I, I think I remember the ones I did. Maybe you're mixing me up with. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm mixing you up with another. I think you are. I could be. What lanky? You did the. You did the perfect. Oh, I'm trying to think which was, ones you did. What uh, was um. Bowser from Shanana ever on Crank? <laughs> <laughs> I often get mixed up no, with him. No, believe me. I re- I mean, if we'd had a real celebrity on that yeah. show, I would know. <laughs> I would not that. I mean, Bowser. I mean, if we had an A-lister on, I would not forget that. <laughs> yeah, we did uh, Professor uh, Fernstein and oh, yes. Dad calling DJ for the uh, daughter's party. I'm yeah, I remember those. Yeah, me. I loved those. Those were fantastic. How come we're not doing those anymore? I don't know. We should. Uh, I don't know. What's uh, What's Kimmel doing? Just yeah. uh, just loafing. Just Hanging. putting on weight on a yeah. sofa right yeah. now. Just chilling. Eating cheese. Doodles? You know, get he, him lives, out of he lives near me, and I run into him on my street. He drives past my garage, and sometimes when I'm coming out, I go, hey, hey, and we talk on the street. I talked to him about this. He says, Goldblum's always parked in front of his house with his window rolled down, <laughs> pretending 
that he doesn't want me to notice him, but clearly he's been uh, sitting there for so long. Craning his neck. And the fact that he leans on the horn every 10 minutes suggests that he does want to be noticed. And then he asks me if we want to go to the Ivy and have yeah. brunch. I'm so sad. Off putting. And then so it's sad. weird because then he goes, Yeah. And then he goes, You ride on the hood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's bring it around with the Simply Safe. Ah, oh, man. You take precautions every day. You, uh, you have a case for your phone, but what about identity theft protection, huh? How about it? How about Simply Safe, man? How about taking care? Oh, sorry, screwed that up. I thought I was talking. So I'll just start from the top. Sorry. It's Lynette Paradisio. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> Natalia's your daughter, along with Santino, Sonny. Oh, oh, it's a good boy. Any Corleone is a great name for a. Yeah, a, 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 that's what Lynette was uh, thinking. She named him. All right, Jeff. Which, it, which yeah. Corleone would I be if I was a Corleone? Oh. Ooh, Definitely see. not Fredo. Not Fredo. No. No, I, I see. I'm not as like, like dumb. Like I'm would, smart. Would they have like a Moisha Corleone? <laughs> okay, I get the idea. Uh, very easy. Too, it's so too, easy. too easy. Too uh, easy. Too easy. Too easy. Uh, how about that Santino? Hey, but football. You were a football player. Oh, look, someone. <laughs> I'm a Steelers. <laughs> like dumb. I wanted it. Not, but that's not the way I was passed over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not a brother to me. You're not a man. You're not a, uh, Arroyo Seco weekend. Seiko. That is uh, Saturday, 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. You can see Jeff and his band playing. Was that rain or applause? On the Willow. Oh, both. It's raining. Sounds like it's raining. It's an outdoor kick. Willow stage. Oh, <laughs> he will be. There's going to be a ton of great bands. It's going to be a great thing. And like, yeah. when you guys get drunk, Tom you can Petty. walk up to uh, Drew's house. He's Tom, right in there. Tom Petty is, is, is going to be. Whose house is near there? Dr. Drew. You're going to see him in a minute. ArroyoSecoWeekend.com. So, Jeff, where do we go to find out more about your band, where you're going to be playing, movies, anything we want to support you with? So, Rockwell. Well, so Rockwell is the place in Los Feliz where we play once a week, every Uh Wednesday. So, Google Rockwell or call Rockwell and find Mm -hmm. out if we're playing that Wednesday. And come on, tap me on the shoulder and I'll see you there. Uh, The movies I've done that I have in the can are, of course, Jurassic World, Fallen, what? Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom, gee, I'll remember. I'll, I'll, I'll start to remember. Thor Ragnarok. I did that Thor movie. I did Isle of Dogs, which, which uh, Wes Anderson did. When's that? coming out. Another coming Wes out? Ad- yeah, sometime. Hotel Artemis. I'm shooting with Jodie Foster right now. And uh, that's the story. Those are my plugs. But you played football. I'm a big Steelers fan, of course. I'm yeah. from Pittsburgh. And you renovated your childhood home. I have dreams like that. I dream that I'm back in the home. My dad's house. Oh, your dad's house. Okay. Yes, I did. I filmed it, made a TV show. That's fantastic. And then I was on Top Gear uh, in, uh, you know, London, in uh, England Did you star in the reasonably priced car? Did you drive the cheap car? You should see my episode. I won't give it away, but Tom Cruise was... it's coming. No, no, no. It's oh, years you did ago. It. It's I suppose you could. It's archives. not Grand yeah. Tour. Yeah. They told... Uh, it, it was... Uh, I'll find it. it you'll, you'll find it. And then... Uh, <laughs> it's got a slip with everything on it. That's it. That's... Uh, oh, da, 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 da. All right. Okay. That's I'll it. tell you guys... You here's know nothing. A, here's a doc for you. The 24-Hour War. That's uh, Ferrari versus uh, Ford at Le Mans, the 60s. I know. Oh, I know another mockumentary that I'm in on <laughs> HBO. It's coming out that Tour de Pharmacy. You've seen signs all over the place for. Oh, really? So that's coming the, out on HBO. Yes, and I have a little part on that, uh, you know. 
We'll uh, we'll look for that. <laughs> There's Dr. Drew in the next room over there. I can't believe it. It is in person. No Safe Space is another movie I'm working on. You go to nosafespaces.com and watch a little snippets on there. Just go to adamcarolla.com for all the live shows and all the events and everywhere. Until next time, Adam Carolla for Jeff Goldblum, Vinny Tortorich, Gina Grandball, Brian saying mahalo. I got no interest in a thing that gathers pubes. Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow Ace on Twitter at Adam Carolla. Come on out to the Showbox Soto Lounge in Seattle. We'll see you out there Saturday night for a live performance from Loxie. And uh, I will be playing a couple songs acoustic as well. <laughs> Gina Grad is on the radio weekday mornings at 100.3 The Sound in L.A. Subscribe to Take a Knee for a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Click the link at adamcarolla.com. And leave us a voicemail if you like. The phone number is 888-634-1744. For everything, including the Corolla Cruise, this November, visit adamcarolla.com.